Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, what up? Rose Podcast ever, episode number 220. We had dubbing, man. We had dubbing. You know what I'm saying? We can almost go to the club. We've been fucking bitches for a couple years now, um, but we can't quite go to the club yet. <laughs> we can't um, get a drink or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But we could send our old head into the store to get a, get us a 40, a couple of 40s. I seen a video today where the nigga was running from the cops with a <laughs> can of Old English. And he yo, he would not shake the Old English. It? No. Yeah, yo, it's on my feet. He, he shook the cop. And just was gingerly running with the beer. <laughs> like, this shit was hilarious. Yeah, people who drink, like, Old English and, like, Colt 45 and yeah. shit like that, they'll go to jail before they get rid of the liquor. Yeah. Boy tried to get on the bus. Up. I seen him <laughs> slipping it in his pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, fam, like, you can't like you can't come on here with an open can of beer. He was like, so what you want me to do? I'm like, throw it out or wait for the next bus. He's like, how long the next bus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he, he stood right the fuck out there. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. None. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, it out. Like, I just paid a dollar for this. Like, <laughs> I think I'm throwing nigga, this out. Like, they, was, they had the, the ill sell. I bought three of these. Yo, like, playing games. Black plastic bag, <laughs> bag full of beer. Not fucking around. I'm at, I'm at makes me sick, by the way. Uh your boy C. Diddy? We got right into talking shit. Um, it's been a interesting week. It's been a hell of a week, man. Um, me and Matt collectively decided that one of our all of our bigger episodes that people seem to really love are episodes where we uh, we have topics. Yeah, we, really we have like, like a real life situation. So yeah, we have a real like a crisis situation that we need to talk about <laughs> on air today because um, y'all are fucking losing it. Yeah. Um, but aside from all that, how was your personal week? What's going on in uh, in in Big Matt from Septa News? Uh, I shaved this morning. Okay. Um, doesn't look like it. I did my, nah, really. Oh, your head. Oh, yeah, okay. nah. I, the crazy part is I haven't <laughs> trimmed or cut my beard in about a month and a half now. Gotcha. But the whole mustache situation. <laughs> right. And as you can see, every little bit of my beard <laughs> is growing except for the mustache. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. There's like some fur oil or something like that um, that I think you're supposed to like stimulate like hair follicle Man, growth. I've been in the vitamin shop. <laughs> Like, like what can I do about this? Yeah, like I'm taking vitamins. I got the reverse Hitler shit going on. All kinds of shit. None of it's working <laughs> right now. I don't know what the fuck I did. I, that vapor rub shit just it's gone. Vapor rub's a different animal altogether. Yeah, ladies, if you fuck, you want to save some money, put vapor rub on your <laughs> legs and underarms. The shit's gonna come right off. Never gonna grow back. Ask Matt's mustache. Yo, seriously. <laughs> I'm scared to do Insta Snap videos and everything. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy. Because every time I do a video, first DM well, I get. Damn, dog, what's up with your mustache? No, your mustache, <laughs> shit, dog. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, you don't see all this other part of the mustache? You going to focus on the 20% that's uh, not there? I got a lot of gray hair, too, man. Like, my beard is getting gray. Shit. Getting old, dog. Yeah, it's not, not a game. I've been able to avoid the gray so far. I do have this little corner of hair right here. It's fucking gone. You have a head of hair. Yeah, but it's so. like but my corner is like drawn and I always think about my cousin Mike, rest in peace, and he always just say, Oh no, you're good. Your hair's not going nowhere. Look at your grandfather's got a head full of hair. But uh ward men, we lose our corners. Your corners is gonna be gone by the time you're thirty five. You no, know it's crazy. I'm bald, my dad bald, my grandpa seventy ninety seven years full old. Hair. Full of hair. The <laughs> most like, hair. Yo, what the, the fuck family. is going on? <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like old head, what happened? Real talk. Like, I got to start drinking whiskey. <laughs> like, apparently that helps Wake you up with hair. a shot. Yeah, real <laughs> shit. 
stimulate your hair growth. Uh, real quick on the administrative side before we start getting into, uh, you know, the show rundown, please go to the realestmerchever.com, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a shirt and a hat. Thank you to everyone who's made a purchase so Yo, far. Can, hey. Thank you. Can we thank get some claps, studio claps for hey, that, Those people hitting me left and right. Uh, yeah. DMing me. Showing you their orders and, and all that. I'm like, damn, like, I, you know, I feel like I'm selling tummy tea. <laughs> like, yeah, really shout out, shout out to up. everybody who, uh, you know, who, who, who's made a purchase so far. Make sure y'all continue to go to the site. Use code TRPE for free shipping anywhere in the United States. Um, we haven't really exactly figured out the international shipping thing yet because that shit's expensive. Yeah. Um, but, you know. If you're in the United States, TRPE for uh, free shipping. Uh, do not pay for shipping with this. We ship out this first run of product this Wednesday, 524, just in time for Memorial Day weekend. We got to figure out something for the Netherlands. Yeah, like, the Netherlands are on our sh- ass. Sh- the Netherlands are on our ass. Like, what's up with the shipping, bro? Yeah. So we're trying to figure that out. We did just change the shipping for uh, Canada and Mexico. It's only seven ninety nine now. It's no longer nine ninety nine. Changed that. I figured out the shipping rates for that shit. Uh, international shipping, other than North America, it's nine ninety nine. My girl the other day was like, when uh, the tr- like when the country finally goes to like shit and everybody's like fleeing. Yeah, we can go to the Netherlands. We'd be fucking. Kings. We lit. <laughs> We'd be lit like shit. In the Netherlands. I'm thinking about just you know just skip Houston, skip Vegas, just move straight to the Netherlands. Straight to the Netherlands. You know what I'm saying I'm already a celebrity out there. Apparently. Shout out to the people in the Netherlands. They download this show so so insane. It's like a rabbit fan base. Yeah. I don't know who's over there. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know who's happened. spurring this yeah. like Netherland movement of TRP, but thank you. But we 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 appreciate it. Whoever's heading the Netherland faction, yeah, email us, say something. Amsterdam red light district. Oh, we getting uh, downloads in Amsterdam now. Oh, now it makes it all comes together. Yeah. I had no idea, like, geographically, like, where the Netherlands was. I figured it was, like, near Iceland and I shit like that. It was, yeah, it was, like, up there. I'm like, like it's, in this, it's in that little, like, middle European little cluster. Moscowish like, Not town. quite Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite India. Like, not quite but it's Africa. over there. It's, like, Central Europe and shit. Like, fucking people, fucking hoes raw and shit like that. So, Netherlands is in Amsterdam or Amsterdam is, is in the Netherlands. Is, is, in, is in the Netherlands. Yes, okay. absolutely. Shout out to that. So, yeah, they're getting high and shit listening to this. Yeah. Wait, is that still popping over there? Yeah, absolutely. Red That's Light District, all that. Prostitution, legal drug use. I saw a documentary a couple years ago about, uh, like, the whole drug trade in Amsterdam. And it's crazy because it's, like, outside of the little circle of, like, shop, the cafe shops and all of that, it's not legal. So literally every runner who's bringing drugs into there is taking a risk of like going to jail for like mad long mm. because it's only legal in this like little area between UK, Germany and Belgium. Yeah, it's right in that little yeah, that little pocket. Little pocket. Mm. I watched a documentary this week on a uh, what's the guy who blew up the Oklahoma um Timothy McVeigh. McVeigh. He's a this, piece of shit. This motherfucker when they, he, he, you know, if all you don't remember, he blew up the building with the rider truck and shit, killed 168 yeah. people. When they took him to the death, like when he was going to get killed, yeah. like the uh, lethal injection, he told the, the people, like, y'all think y'all won because y'all strapped me down and killing me. Look at the scoreboard, 168 to 1. Jesus. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he know, wasn't bullshit. Like a breeze came through my house. <laughs> I'm like, God. Damn. The ghost of Timothy <laughs> McVeigh. Like, yo, it got cold in there when I heard that Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that, that's, that's fucking That nuts. was a wild documentary watching that. You know, that's what I get off on documentaries. Yeah. Right, that's, re- that's really all I watch. 
I came across some movie, I think it was on Stars, maybe like three weeks ago that I watched, and it was basically about an FBI sleeper cell going into uh, like the American Nazi party all around like the wood, wooded areas of like D.C. and Maryland and okay. Pennsylvania and all that, and infiltrating that organization. And the lead FBI agent who put this little task force together was basically saying like, look at all of the different terrorist attacks that happened in America, like Oklahoma City, this, 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 white supremacist groups. they like, y'all got all these Muslims flagged, but look at the white supremacist mm-hmm. groups and the ex- shit that they've been executing. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, fucking American uh, Nazi party financed Hitler, Nazi Germany. One thing I never really realized, again, the Oklahoma shit was where I was so young. It was retaliation from the, the, um, the Waco, Texas shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, David Koresh. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I knew that story, but yeah. I didn't, I never had them like, you know, correlated. But yeah, that it was a, it was a dope documentary. That and uh, um, the Ruby Ridge, the uh, standoff at Ruby Ridge. Um, I can't think of that guy's name. Uh, Randy something. I, it'll okay. come to me. But yeah, it was it was, a, it was a pretty good documentary. But yeah, he was he was cold as ice. Right. He, he didn't <laughs> he care. He wasn't playing. Yeah. But yeah, enough of that bullshit. So yeah, rose merch ever. Buy a shirt. Buy a hat. Buy a shirt and a hat. Use code TRPE for free shipping. Uh, get your orders in by this Tuesday so that you can be a part of the orders that ship out on Wednesday. Um, in other administrative news, the name of the game this week is 250. We need 250 comments on iTunes. We're currently sitting at 127. Y'all basically went dead on us with the comments. We need y'all to comment, comment, comment. I don't even care if it's like, hey, Matt's a handsome man. Chad, you're stylishly dressed. Matt, we're five praying, stars. Matt, we're praying for your mustache. Five <laughs> right. stars. Five stars. This, is, this, this is how dope we're going to get. Dopest comment to come through before we get to 250. Well, after we get to 250. Yeah, we got to get to 250 to qualify. We're going to give you a free shirt and a free hat. Yep. How about that? Right I'll from the merch store. Right, right out of Matt's cut. Right out of it. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's the name of the game this week for iTunes. 250 comments on iTunes. We're at 127. So for all my math majors out there, we need 123 comments between now and Friday. So between now and Show drops tonight, Friday. We need 123 comments. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dopest comment out of that 123 that gets us a 250. Free shirt, free hat on Matt Makes Me Sick. I'll pick a comment out, say it on air. We'll give you a free hat. Leave your social media handle. We'll shot you out. To our 13,000 some odd listeners. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be that. Um, also, again, 250's name of the game this week. We need 250 subscribers on YouTube. We're currently sitting at 109, so we need about a little bit more help there, about 141 uh, subscribers on YouTube. It's very easy. If you have a Gmail account, which all of you motherfuckers do, you have a YouTube account. All you got to do is go to YouTube and log in uh, with your Gmail account. It'll set your account up. Go right to search TRPE. Subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. It'll cost you nothing, and you don't have to put up your address. You don't have to do shit. Niggas hate showing the address. And at this point, once you subscribe and hit the bell, now our videos will find you. You don't have to find it. Exactly. It'll send you an alert right to your phone that says, "Hey, Matt and Chad got a new video. I'll now watch for, this now shit." For doing that, you don't get anything. But no, I'll, 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 no, I'll match you. Oh wow! Free shirt, free hat. There it is, directly from me. Um, you got to. Hit me on some form of social media and let me know that you're a new subscriber this week. Let me know what your subscriber name is. I'll match it up, and then I'll pick somebody at random, and I'll give you a free shirt, free hat, same thing. 
So same deal. So Matt's giving something away. I'm giving something away. But we got to hit the minimum number of 250 in order to do the giveaway. That's dope that you match me. You, I'm, you, you know what I'm you know what I mean? Being, I'm classy this week, B. You're not classy. <laughs> I saw your whole debacle yesterday. I had a meltdown, <laughs> like a mini meltdown on Twitter, man. I'm so nice to people on Twitter all day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, at this point, majority of the people that are following me either, like, I got like 4,000 some of my followers. Majority of these people I've met or they've met me or we hung out. With, like, I know these people. I, I got on the Twitter and I hadn't been on there all day. And like, the first two scrolls down, all I saw was <laughs> motherfuckers adding you like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it wasn't me. And that's the thing. People always see the clapback. They never see, like, who started it. You know what I mean? And that's just my whole thing. It's like, yo, don't bother me, yo, because I'm going to call you poor and tell you that you eat top ramen and tell you that you suck poor dicks, and then you're going to be upset all night like, damn, I did just suck Rashawn's dick. He was pretty poor. You know what I'm saying? And, and now you got to face that shit all weekend. Who wants to be bothered I saw, with that? I saw you and Shorty going at it. I started to chime in, but she called you fat. And I'm like, I'm going to sit this <laughs> way. Like, like, fuck it. Like, like Chad, like, like Chad 230. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just, I, I chalked it. He's just like, you know what? I just, you got it. I just laugh with everybody else. I'll let like, Chad handle yeah, this one. exactly. Let's sit this one out. Oh, man. But, yeah, that was funny. Uh, last administrative thing, uh, we need to get back into the top 200 on iTunes. Once upon a time, you guys really, really loved this. We used to get, like, top 100, top 80, shit like that. Yeah, because we were getting so many comments. Yeah. So much. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what y'all are doing. Like, I don't know if you're just, like, <laughs> drinking your Starbucks and listening to the show and not sharing it and telling people and shit. But here's what I need you to do. We got to get back into the top 200 on iTunes. So, first thing, we got to get those comments up. We already told you we're going to give you something if you get the comments up. So that's the first thing. Second thing is we need at least 15,000 downloads. And we want you to literally tell everybody you come in contact with this week about the show. You love the show. The person that you talk to likely is going to love the show. So if you have somebody in your life that already is a, already a friend or a fan of the show, remind them about the show. All your friends, your coworkers. <laughs> right. If they aren't officer, fans of the show, whatever. tell them. You know what I'm saying? You go to check in, do your PO joint. You're like, yo, by the way. Um, Matt and Chad got this dope ass podcast TRP check that joint out let me see your phone PO. you go to meet your connect he give you the squirrel say yo subscribe to, <laughs> right. subscribe to TRP yo boy you got an iPhone right <laughs> let me see your phone real subscribe quick subscribe to TRP subscribe to TRP exactly you know what I'm saying when you go to the bath house and you see the Chinese chick and she about to uh, jerk you off mm-hmm. like yo uh, by the way thanks for the uh, for the hand job you, gotta see, you got an have iPhone have you ever been to the bath house the Asian bath house I've been to one in Dallas it is fucking uh, we lit we went to one it is one of the most insane <laughs> Experiences it's on lit. the planet. It was crazy. <laughs> it's fucking lit. We could do a whole episode <laughs> the bat- on Yo, the Asian bathroom. I literally walked in the joint that was like rush hour. It was like yeah. 19 girls came out and they was like, which one you want? And I'm like, that. I, Crazy part is it was my birthday and I picked one. Crazier part for mine, I was on a work trip. <laughs> <laughs> With people for work. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was me, on a work trip with people for work. Let me tell work. you how we, we got in there. I picked the chick I wanted, but then another, like, super bad Asian chick came out, and I'm like, I gotta, you got to get the fuck away from me. I kind of need her. And Ross let me rock out because whatever, whatever. It was yeah, my birthday, was birthday, so I took right. her or whatever. And the shit, like, it, it was so mesmerizing, the experience. It's an experience. Shout sure. out Ross. Ross got turned the fuck out. I'm driving to 48 like two days later coming up Arch Street. This nigga's walking across. It's one in the morning <laughs> with a trench coat on. I'm like, yo, is this? I'm, I blow the horn. He like, oh, shit, what's up with you? I'm like, where are you going? He like, 
you got me. <laughs> like, why are you? Like, like, why are you walking through Chinatown at one in the morning? Like, yo, you got me. That was my first year. That was my first start at Accept. I straight called out of work the next day for that. That shit was insane. It was bonkers. Yo, if you're a man in anywhere in America, locate your local Chinatown yeah. and, and find, find you a massage house. a massage house. The shit is mesmerizing, as Matt would say. It's exhilarating experience. We got in the shower. They, she, yeah, they wash you up. She had. I don't know why this <laughs> turned me on. She was butt ass naked and had on galoshes. <laughs> I, I freaked out. No shower shoes. No, nah, this shit <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> it was bonkers. It was one of the wildest. Yeah, shout out to all the bath houses Yo, worldwide. Straight up. You know what I'm saying y'all out here doing the doing the Lord's work, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Holy shit. Dog, I, I damn near I got a relapse this week. I damn near climaxed before the shit was over. Holy shit. We are now in Idaho, oh, wow. North red Dakota, states. and Utah. Make America great again. Shout out to all the red yeah. states out there fucking with the show. You That's what's man? up. Somebody must have been like, oh, they must have heard the joke when you used to say you was a, a long haul driver yeah. in Utah. It was like, oh shit, this is my cousin. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll subscribe white, to the show. Those white, they like us. They <laughs> yeah. like black people. They like our culture. They yeah. like everything about it. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, though. We got downloads in Damn. North Dakota. So that means, well, Just, what are we in, like, 45 states now or some shit like that? Cool. Yeah. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out some at some time during the course of the show. Yeah, shout, out shout out to the DMV. Yeah, always the DMV. Always shout out to the DMV. Philly, Maryland is on y'all ass. D.C. is on y'all ass. Like, we about to move to the DMV, at least part-time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're we going to get some phone posits, some, some baby posits. dreads. I'm going to get Matt Baby Dread wig, yeah. and it's going to be fucking lit. You know what I'm sure. saying? We already got at least 30 people committed to a live show in Maryland that yeah. we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have it scheduled. they like, yo, yeah. I'm bringing 20. Yo, I'm yeah. bringing five. Dope. I'm bringing four. Oh, man. All right, so I think that's all the administrative shit, man. I know y'all going to, you know, y'all going to easily win this free merch or whatever. That's what y'all do. Uh, so shout out to everybody listening to the show, all the supporters. Um, Billboard Music Awards tonight. Do you care? I, I honestly, I saw the commercial. I, I wasn't even putting that together. My man, uh, my man Jab, that works for uh, Sean G. Touring Company, hit me up and was like, "Hey, are you watching the Billboard Music Awards tonight? Or are you recording the show?" I'm like, "I'm on my way to the studio." <laughs> like, no, nah, I was like, I didn't even know what was coming on. He's like, "No, it's supposed to be pretty lit this year, or whatever." I'm like, "All right, so I'll talk to him post show." They only pay attention to like seven black artists. Yeah, all the ones that sell. So you talking about like Future, Nicki, Future, Drake, Bruno Mars, Beyonce. Migos, maybe. Oh, Migos might, yeah. Migos got a record with Katy Perry. <clears throat> yeah. Shit, you figure Quavo's, he's on the number one song in the country. Like, yeah. it's, do you want a number one song with Justin Bieber? Right. Yeah. All doors are open to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? All doors are you, open you to you. You see Quavo and Tony Bennett doing duets and shit like that. Yeah. Like, you can do anything once you get to that point. All right, can I do a quick moment of clarity before we get into the rundown of the show? Uh-oh. Um, for everyone out there in the world, um, we all catch bad breaks sometimes. Shit sometimes doesn't go our way. Um, you know, we might have been running off at the mouth, and then the person who you were running off at the mouth about finally catches up to you and puts hands and feet on you. So for all people out there who talk too much shit, please stop getting punched on and then oh, saying people boy. are hating on you. What's crazy? I'm looking at you. I'm like, what the hell? Are you? And now, please now, stop now. getting punched on then saying people are hating on you. Because 80% of the time, when you get punched on, it's because you did or said something either to that person or somebody in their circumference. Punch-ons don't really come out of the blue. People get shot for no reason all the time. You know what's crazy? People don't get punched on for no reason a lot. 
Yeah, no, you're not like you don't get accidentally stole. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's that like that's for you. That's yours. Yeah, you bought that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, hey, uh, if, if you're not some type of celebrity, most times the punch on that you get is yours. You earned that, John. That's a that's a karma punch out. Take yeah. that, John, and go take a nap and uh, drink some soup, and you'll be alright, B. Yeah. Um, but furthermore, uploading money pics is just a clever way to say that you're a bitch with money. <laughs> Um, that doesn't prove, uh, you know, you, you got punched on, you put up a pick with some money. It's like, you're just a coward with money. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so the next nigga that punched you is going to rob you too. I never got like punched. (laughs) Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That has to hurt. It has to sting. Yeah. Just no, continually punched on. Like no mouthpiece? <laughs> like just punched in the yeah. That's got to suck. Ooh, Had a bad week. <laughs> you saw the boxer got punched on last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. Andre Durrell's uncle yeah. knocked the boxer out. He said, oh, you want to knock my nephew out after the bell? After the bell. I'm going to knock you out after the fight, nigga. Crazy. Le- that left hand is <laughs> swift. Mike Tyson punch out. Yeah. yeah, getting punched on isn't good, man. Stop punching people out, man. Stop punching people out, but furthermore, stop making people punch you out. Stop y'all. making people punch you out. Stop making people punch you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, just stop gossiping, doing whole shit. You know what I'm saying? All the last couple punch outs that I know about was because a nigga doing some, ho- doing or saying some whole shit. Like, mm. unless guess, it's like in a club setting. If it's in a club setting, your punch out might not be yours. You might no. get punched out for no reason. You know what I'm saying? If you're in the club. Too much motherfucking cheap alcohol and uh, $3 strippers, anybody can get punched in the face. Yeah. But when a nigga catch you on a Tuesday morning and punch you out in front of some senior citizens, yeah. you earned that, Joe. He been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, hey, yo, <laughs> you should have kept going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, big man. Let me holler at you. Like, what's crazy <laughs> is you have to know the punch out. You is- got to know. Like if somebody I somebody know, might have warned you, like yo. By the way, uh, Tafik said when he see you, he gonna fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Nafik said he, he see you. Say so looking for you, but you gotta know that when you see Nafis, why is he telling me to come here? Right, it's punch out time. That's why. Yeah, you should have just gotten the car, cuz. If you know you a bitch, just get in the car. You're not gonna be any less of a bitch. Ain't about not being a bitch. It's just <laughs> who wants to get punched. <laughs> If you don't have the skills to talk your way out of that shit like Eddie Murphy uh, in, in trading places uh, amidst all the different fucking crazy shit he was going through in that movie, if you don't have that type of skill, just get in the car. Be like, I'm a ho- I got to go pick my mom up real like quick. If you, don't have on, you. if you don't have on your athletic shoes. <laughs> like you coming you from your a, church shoes. Like you coming from a job interview and got your hard bottoms on. Hey, yo. You, yeah, I'm out. Like I, No, you got to see me when I got my kicks on. Oh, you tripping. <laughs> Because I'm not about to be sliding all over the fucking place. They could be the fucking grabbed you by the top, punched you up. <laughs> you know, at, at my job, we're supposed to wear uh, clip-on ties. And that's a safety precaution. Yeah, they can grab you. Yeah, they tell you to wear punch clip-on Punch you the ties. fuck out. And I always say, I'm like, I'm never in my life going to get punched on driving a bus because I just don't go there with my, like, I'm not one they of They always right. I don't give a fuck. You right, ma'am. I see people like get I am a gorilla head motherfucker. Yo, You're right, man. rhinoceros head motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, come on. I've seen people argue with him over the smallest shit, and it's oh, like, man. yo, when bull haul up, you got to understand something, yo. If he's sneaking on the bus 
it, he got problems is bigger than this rod right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get somewhere, and I don't have the two dollars to get there. So it's like a punch out is imminent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I not forget it. Yo, like 2010, I'm driving 54 uh, Lehigh Ave and shit. I get the 33rd and Dolphin, and supervisor was there. Supervisor was like, "Yo, um, how many more trips you got?" I'm like, "I got two more." He's like, "All right, forget them trips. I need you to take this bus to Wyoming." I'm like. Uh, all right, so I left my bus there. Yeah. So it was a bus like on the side of the journey, and I get on. It's blood everywhere, blood on the seat, the fare box, the floor. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck happened on this joint? He like, oh, the driver got into it with a, you know, some guy, whatever. Dude pulled out a blackjack. I'm like, a blackjack? Yo, what the sixties? <laughs> what the fuck? Pulled out a blackjack and smacked him upside his head with it. Bust this whole shit up. Uh. I'm like, damn. And he's like, yeah, they was arguing over the fair. I'm like, yeah, like that shit ain't worth it, dog. Like that, that I'm, I'm no, 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 <laughs> no, nah. You know what, bro? One dollar and forty seven cent is appropriate today. Go ahead, dog. Have a nice day. I, I don't got the time. Motherfucker, <laughs> get on the bus with a knife and be like, yo, I'm taking over this bus. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> This shit turned hard, right? So, you know. <laughs> Watch yourself. Let me out right here. <laughs> I ain't got the time. Like, I know. No. I'm not going through physical harm ever for some bullshit. Ever. Yeah. No. It's definitely not worth it. So, yeah. Stop stop punching out people. Stop getting punched out. Yeah. Everybody, try loving each other. Try loving. Yo, try loving <laughs> try each loving other. Try loving each other, man. It's so. I see so much anger and negativity when I drive through. I'm coming down 26 in Allegheny yesterday. I'm pulling up to the to the stop sign, and I'm coming down the block a little fast, I yeah. guess. Lady, it's a lady, two ladies and, like, a kid. Young boy, maybe, like, 14. Okay. You can tell it was, like, him, his mom, and, and the grandma. They're coming out into the street. I'm coming to the stop sign, and I flick my headlights and do this, like, wave, like, go ahead. You hear the lady, like, he coming up the block fast as shit. Like, he don't want to stop. Bitch. I stopped. I, I'm stopped, and I'm <laughs> waving. I flicked the lights and did this, and she's looking at me like, yeah, you you was acting like you wasn't going to stop. Like, what the fuck you headed to? And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, like be nice to you niggas. I'm like, get the fuck out of the street. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she was going, still going as I turned yeah. the corner. I'm like, ma. <laughs> like, like, but that's that anger and shit. Like, it, it. it I did not tell the mailman to give the neighbor your welfare check. Like, that—that that is not on me, man. Please don't attack me because you're mad about some other shit. Crazy. Try loving each other. That's a good... That's a, that's that's a, a good transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so me and Matt are sitting here with the computer up. Uh, we're watching this Cleveland score just continue to increase and increase. Yeah, they got them by 16. <clears throat> it's 50 to 66 at halftime. You know who's winning. Don't ask no stupid-ass questions like that. Don't disrespect us, dog. And um, it just brings us to a bigger point. It's like, yo, the NBA fucking playoffs have been horrible. And um, the only people that are enjoying the playoffs right now are Cavs are, fans are and the, Warriors are fans. Are the bandwagon Cavs fans <laughs> yeah. and the bandwagon Warriors fans. Yeah. Because none of you niggas. There's no such thing as an either, either fan of either organization. None of you niggas was Warriors fans when it was Baron Davis and fucking Steven Jackson. Yeah. And none of you niggas was Cavs fans when it was. Well, who was there when LeBron left? Fucking. 
who was Daryl LeBron left? And that was a couple years ago. Yeah. So none of you niggas was fans of either of these teams. But only people Motherfucking who Motherfucking AC Law on a 10-day contract. Yeah, only people <laughs> enjoying watching this shit right now are the people, the bandwagon Warrior fans and the bandwagon Cavs fans. I'm a LeBron fan, but it even... <laughs> watch the game the other night. I literally, after the second quarter, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is garbage. Yeah. Like, this is no point watching this shit. And it's not even a good game. I was listening to uh, this radio show on YouTube, and they, they kind of put it into a good perspective to say it's like... It's not the worst playoffs ever because there were years where, like, the Spurs and the Lakers were going to the finals and winning it and sweeping the finals. And they like, would you rather a non-competitive playoffs and then a juggernaut, like, head-to-head clash of a finals or competitive playoffs, then you get to the finals and then it's a fucking sweep? I was trying to explain to my homie the other day. I'm like, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah. Kobe – they swept the Nets. Yeah. Kobe, the Spurs swept them, too. Let me tell you how Kobe... <laughs> I don't know a lot of people don't remember this shit. They swept the Nets. They went in the locker room. Kobe had on a sweet jacket. Remember the leather? Yeah. Like, do you know how much of an asshole you got to be <laughs> to bring that to the game? Hey, uh, Jeff Hamilton, yeah, I need, a, I need a jacket that says sweep on it. I'm like, yo, you can't get a leather made in a day or two. <laughs> Kobe got that shit made at the, at the beginning of the playoffs. <laughs> like, yeah, we're winning the championship. Yeah, can y'all deliver my jacket on Thursday? Real shit. Like, yeah, like, so I, I don't know. Like, where are you at right now with the whole LeBron Jordan shit? I said last year after uh, LeBron took that finals from Golden State that he was definitely above Kobe, and I'm a Kobe guy. I'm Kobe to death. Kobe's my favorite player. Kobe's like my dad practically, and like he's better than Kobe. And at this point, it's like damn near like a toss-up between him and MJ. Like I know prime LeBron, which is like this year, 32-year-old, 2017 LeBron, 14-year veteran, figuring everything out, knows every position on the floor, will chase you down and block the fucking basketball, steal, face you up, every skill that there is imaginable. He's 60% right now from three of some crazy Yeah, a a wizard with the basketball, passing it and all that shit. Up until the game the other night for the playoffs, he's been averaging 35 points. He's had at least 35, at least 30 every game, shooting 50% every game. Like, like. Nuts. He might like he might fuck Mike up. Like it I'm might. A, like I'm gonna say this, and I know it's gonna piss. Some like Mike's off. competitive edge is like the only thing that's, that's kind of stopping that's, me that's from saying Mike's like, the ultimate competitor. But I think LeBron is getting there because LeBron he get mad. Like you that shit last year when uh, Clay Thompson like his feelings was hurt yeah, and Draymond yeah, yeah. called him a bitch ass nigga. It, it, it flipped the switch. It flipped something that yeah. he's just like out of fucking control. I'm gonna say this. Mike's the greatest competitor we've seen in basketball. I, I didn't get a chance to see Wilt in his prime, right. of course, but in my or Bill Russell or, or Bill. But for me, it was Michael Jordan. If I, the other day when they announced the All NBA, t- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's teams, this is what this is what stuck in my head. The whole Warriors fan base was pissed that Clay Thompson wasn't on any of the All NBA teams. Yeah, Clay Thompson's the fourth nigga on that team right now. So it's like Steph Curry All NBA, Kevin Durant All NBA, Draymond Green All NBA. Yeah. Clay Thompson could have, should have been All NBA. Yeah. It's so, four so All NBA uh, niggas so on that Warriors. So team. if he's sixteenth. 
that means they have four of the best 16 players in the league play for this team. So it's like, yo, if LeBron beat this team with Kevin Durant, four-time scoring title, Steph Curry, two-time MVP, one-time unanimous, Klay Thompson, him and Steph Curry, Splash Brothers, and then Draymond Green, probably the best on-ball defender in the NBA. If LeBron beat this team, the only thing Mike got on this nigga is that you can wear Jordans to the club. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the only fucking thing Mike going to have. Like, nigga, I put some Pat Leathers on to come to the fucking baby shower, nigga. Like, that's the only fucking thing Mike will have over this nigga. That's it. It's starting to almost become to where it's like, it ain't that close. It's it's, it's like his his basketball skill, his IQ as a basketball player, he doesn't take bad shots anymore. He doesn't make bad passes. He doesn't turn the ball over. Like, he knows exactly when to jump to block the ball to where it's not goaltending. Like, mm-hmm. his basketball smarts and his the way he's able to close out defensively on people and close out offensively, <clears throat> whether it be to change hand here and lay the ball up or dunk here or whatever, the way he bodied fucking Isaiah Thomas the other night, it's just like he's playing at a level that we haven't seen since like prime Kobe, yeah, and 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 one thing Reggie said that was decent because Reggie doesn't say any fucking thing. Decent, <laughs> never makes sense. Was motherfuckers like, oh, well they're playing the Celtics. He's like, you can't get mad at who you got to play. You got to play them. He's like, that's the shit from when we were playing. Like, yeah. oh, well, they're they're only playing. Dog, this is who y'all put in front of me. I got to go rip their heads off. And for LeBron and them to come out the other night and be up by twenty five and up by twenty six and like. Win the game by, I think they won by like... 44. No, no, the first game. Oh, the first game. They won by like 13 or yeah. 14. The, the, end, the ending score, yeah, yeah, yeah. final score didn't tell the whole story of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they closed it at the end. But to to have that game where you win by 13 and then go to the media like, I I, I personally think we didn't play great. Yeah, we, we made some play, mistakes. We, we could, could play, play better. better. And then come out the next game and you got these niggas about 40-something. <laughs> it's like, damn, Brown wasn't bullshit. He wasn't bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Damn, They Brown. had about 40 at halftime. At halftime. It was 72 to 31 at halftime. At halftime. In Boston. Ugly. I, I had a tweet. I said, rip Larry Bird, rip Robert Parrish, Yo. rip Kevin McHale, rip <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, rip Kelly Olenek, rip Al Horford. It's just like, Paul yo. Pierce, all of them. It's like that was the biggest margin of victory in LeBron's career. Think about how many meatballs LeBron's had to play mm. over the years. <laughs> and that's the biggest margin of victory in his career <laughs> against a team with an all-world score. A guy that can score 60 yeah. is on that team. And they beat him by 44 points. Yeah, shutting him down. Shutting him down. There's nothing Isaiah can do. Shutting him down. And now he's out the series. The best tweet that I saw of this whole NBA playoffs, uh, the guy said, Isaiah Thomas, shook, will not return. Like, that was the injury report. (laughs) Shook, will not return. The crazy part is I don't (laughs) think Isaiah was shook. I felt like. It, it it did look crazy because my old head, shout out Nate, my old head Nate, he loves to the show, he love it. Nate an old nigga. Nate, I told Nate gonna come up here and yeah. argue with us and shit. He hate this new era basketball. I hate these niggas. These niggas is pussies. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm gonna tell you straight up and down. He's like, I've conceived to your whole notion of, because I always tell him, like, LeBron would put Larry Bird in a fucking blender. blender. He's like, I give you that. LeBron would put Larry Bird in a blender. But when Larry get out the blender, he gonna punch LeBron in the fucking mouth. He's like, these niggas literally just Chalked it. Robert Parrish was socking somebody. Yeah. Period. You're not going to walk out of the garden without a bruise, dog. <laughs> not beating us by 40. No, ain't no way in hell. In the, in the conference finals? No. Somebody getting fucked up <laughs> out here. And he like, that's the shit I be talking about. He's like, I watched James Harden had a worse game in his fucking career. This nigga at the club. Who was that, Rugs Weekend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, these niggas. 
this is ridiculous. I'm like, he said rugs weekend. He said, man, he said, like, you've seen that video where the bull got socked. He was like, I ain't getting jumped for no fucking body. James Harden, I ain't missing rugs weekend for no fucking body. <laughs> fucking yeah. Meek Mill there, yo, Gotti, I'm out of here. Yeah. Fuck that. I ain't, I ain't got time to be playing the Warriors, getting blown out by 20 every fucking night. I'm going to the club, nigga. So it looks like we're doing Cavs Warriors. Who you got? Let's wrap this up. Who you got? It's, I think it's seven games either way. I'm going to still stick with the Warriors because I've been saying Warriors all season. And their their team defense is just, I think, is probably going to be the little bit of a difference. Andre Iguodala looks like a fucking, like, broken player. He's yeah. he's not very good anymore. This, but Kevin Durant, as wild as it is, as, as good as Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are, especially with Draymond behind him, Kevin Durant there, it slows up Iggy and Klay Thompson. Yes. Because they can't be who they Yeah, they're, are. they don't have their normal, natural fit in the offense. Exactly. Because he kind of shifts them a little bit in terms of, like, the timing of it. Like Because as we saw, Klay fucking scored 60 points on 11 seconds of having yeah. the basketball. Like So it, it's a timing thing that he kind of interrupts in terms of him being in the game. Like, Chef can still pull up from 70 feet. Because so he like, has the ball in his he, hand. You inbound the rock to me, I'm shooting this motherfucker. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, whatever. So his his shit is what it is, and he's playing like Chef right now. So like, you got the Warriors in seven. I got the Warriors in seven. I'm going to say this. Kevin Love in this game right now, let me make sure, make sure I'm not tripping. Uh, Kevin Love is seven for ten from three at halftime. Holy 22 shit. 22 points. So that's my big thing. LeBron is going to be LeBron. LeBron didn't even get off in this game. He's only shot the ball five times. Yeah. Kevin Love, I Facilitator mean, LeBron. Kyrie Irving and Kev, and uh, LeBron, are, they're just who they are. There are so many shooters on this team. Yeah. Shannon Fry, Kyle Korver, Kevin Love, um, even fucking... James uh, Jones. Nah, James Jones doesn't play much. Um, but he's still a shooter. Who's the other one I'm thinking about? J.R. Smith. It's like there are so many shooters on this team. If Kevin Love is shooting the way he's been shooting these, this series and the last yeah, one, it'll be hard to beat. I, I, I'm going to take the Cavs in six because LeBron's the best player on the planet. Him and Durant, he's, he's going to go at Durant. I know that. What I, the way I look at it is like this. LeBron is the best player in the series. The next four best players, they aren't them. Are all on the same team. If Kyrie's on his shit, he's a better offensive threat than He's not a bigger off- offensive threat than Durant. But he hit for some odd-ass reason. Even when they played early this well, year at Christmas, Steph stinks he gets in <laughs> Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Kyrie gives Steph the <laughs> business. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's the game that they're going to go to yeah. when they do play. It's, it's going to be a lot of shit through Kyrie yeah. because Steph just can't guard him. So it's like, I don't know. I'm taking the Cavs in six. If they shooting like this, you, you Chan and Fry come in the game and go three for five. Kyle Korver go three for three. Yeah. Kevin Love is six for ten. And then whatever the fuck. They're going to be hard to beat, man. It's just, and, and this is my thing. They're going to, they're rebounding. Because at the end of them missing a shot, Tristan Thompson, LeBron, Kevin Love, it's just, that McGee has emerged, but, yeah. but I don't know. He's it's, definitely playing very well. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a good series. I'm going to take the Cavs in six. That, that's just what I think. Uh, you know, whatever. But let's go to something else. All right. Ratchet rapper news. Uh, my man Black Youngster uh, arrested in connection with Dolph's truck getting shot up at CIA weekend back in February. Uh, police say the surveillance camera spotted the van rented by Black Youngster as the getaway vehicle. Uh, Youngster, real name Sammy Marquez Denton, says the van was stolen. <laughs> and um, just so happens that the person stole the van and shot up uh, his enemy's car. 
So that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, he was arrested on nine different charges, posted a 100K bond to get out. And what does he do? He says, Dolph's a snitch. Um, they're lying on me. I'm innocent, leaving the courtroom, and drops a diss record. <laughs> It's only it's only a fact that I just got done. I told you watching that Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. You know how they court him, Timothy McVeigh. He rented the rider truck. Black youngster rented like the fifteen passenger van. You rent the, <laughs> you rent the van. Oh yeah yeah, I want to rent that, Joe. Here's my uh, license and my credit card <laughs> information. They in the rental <laughs> store with the. Have you seen this gentleman? The lady, like, yeah, he called me a b- 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 bitch. <laughs> right. And then took the fucking and, van. And called me a little whore yeah, and, and, and took a picture with me. And took the van. And, and he did off. the Tootsie Roll on the counter. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely remember him. Yo. Crazy. He, he threw $30,000 at me and then picked it all and up and left. Picked it all up, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember him. He said his name was uh, Black Youngster. No. <laughs> have, you, have you seen this man? Yes. <laughs> I spent more time with him than I wanted to. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely saw him. Like, why the hell did you rent the van? <laughs> like, you didn't have nobody else in the crew to be like, yo, nobody else had a major credit card. A debit card <laughs> if you go to fucking dollar. Like, what the fuck? Like, so, don't none of y'all got a card? <sighs> All right, man. Black youngster got to fucking rent the van again, yeah. huh? Y'all niggas paying me back for this van, yo. That's crazy. So his defense is somebody stole the, yeah, it was my van, but somebody stole the van and then did the drive-by. On some Quentin Habsburg shit Wasn't from me. Uh, Naked Gun too. Yeah. yeah. It just so happens that he shot up my enemy, like, Dolph a snitch, by the way. <laughs> 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 but I'm innocent, and I didn't do this, but Dolph, you a snitch. You snitching on me, bro. I don't know what to make of this fucking situation. It's like I like Black Youngster too. I never actually listened to any of his songs. He's hilarious. Uh, he's funny. He's hilarious. He's, he's fucking hilarious. That's crazy. His uh, on his disc record, he said he, Dolph's label's called PRE Paper Route Empire. He said Pussy Rat Entertainment. I said, yo, this is the greatest disc record of all time. <laughs> I gotta change my list again. What the fuck? I'm like, yo, Black Youngster, you're easily the most entertaining person. I, I did like when I saw Black Youngster came here and he was at Vanity because all the other like celebrities and fake celebrities, they sit up in that fucking. Yeah, he balcony. jumped in the crowd. He was all this, in yeah. the crowd on people snaps. I was like, I like that type yeah. shit because that's the shit he portrays. So to see him actually do yeah. that with the people was dope. And so. then he left uh, sitting in a drop top Mercedes with a machine gun. Uh, strapped to his chest like Rambo. <laughs> I'm Vanny Grant. I'm out this bitch, <laughs> and they build off. I'm like this nigga's always in rapper mood. And so you know that's one of the themes of the show. Stop punching on people. <laughs> stop getting punched on. Stop shooting shit up. Stop using your fucking rental van stop, to shoot shit stop up. Stop renting vans and then having them stolen and then shooting your enemies up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, allegedly, there's like a story out there. I'm not sure this is a fake news story or not, but it basically said that the DA used lyrics from Dolph's mixtape to get the indictment. And I'm like, I've listened to Dolph's bulletproof mixtape ad nauseum, and I didn't hear anything in there that suggested, like, Black Youngster or Yo Gotti had anything to do with this. And if anything... Yeah, it definitely wasn't like a... Um, it wasn't like a... A hot nigga. Right. It wasn't like an indictment-worthy, like, joint to where it's like, oh, and there's Rasha, and yeah. there's AJ, yeah. and <laughs> You get an indictment, you get yeah. an indictment, you get an indictment. It wasn't like that type of deal. So I don't know if that's some fake news shit that somebody just starts circulating or not, but that somebody tried to, uh, a, a strip club bathroom attendant hit me with that uh, the other day. I was at Signatures, and he's like, yeah, no, Dolph a rat, like dog, a, I'm like telling you. It's a, it's a cologne nigga in Signatures? 
Well, he's no, he's the cologne nigga from another club, but he was at Signatures. Oh, so it was his day off. So he wasn't coloning. No, he wasn't he was, coloning. Oh, okay. he's smoking a black, and he's like, "Yo, dog, I'm telling you, <laughs> Dolph a fucking snitch, dog. Like I'm telling you." Me, me, and a boogie uh, are sitting there looking at each other, like I don't know if that's accurate or not, but we'll take your word for it. Seeing as though we're in a, we're in your domain, like could I get a spray of Creed <laughs> before you get out of here? <laughs> Do you have some Dracard Noir yeah. by chance? <laughs> Feeling Ooh, old school today, and a, and a pack of gum, nigga. Like damn. Uh, last thing on this fucking black youngster debacle, uh, my man Thugger Thugger with the light up purse uh, immediately <laughs> put out a song called "Free Black Youngster." And Black Youngster was already free, so apparently they Thug. had locked mines. Thug wasn't in Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> they no, locked no. mines, and through the power of mental telepathy, he freed yeah. Black Youngster with his record and his recording process. Shout out to that. Um, More rapper shit. Uh, did you see the video of Boosie Badass? Oh, it's a video. It's a video. Of I didn't it. see it. So Boosie has like 2 million Instagram followers. They uploaded it to Instagram. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, man, what you doing in this van? Oh, I don't even know, bro. I was just chilling. Well, you was chilling in the wrong van. They beat the brakes off the street. Yeah. The whole part. Like, you can see him falling all over the whole parking lot. Damn, like, I ain't see it yet. Bushes. He hitting the gate, fall on the ground. I, I heard about it, but I, I just yeah, didn't they, see it. They stomping him in between cars. They say, yeah, this badass shit. Don't be in no badass vehicle, nigga. Without no fucking fade. <laughs> we knew you wasn't one of us when you ain't had no fade, nigga. Yo, Boosie's hilarious. Boosie, Boosie did, an interview, did a bunch of interviews with Vlad recently. He's like, uh, do all your sons have a Boosie face? Say, yeah, they ain't got no choice. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got no choice. You know what I'm saying? For as soon as he said, I'm talking to him in the womb. Like, yeah, when you come out, you ready for your Boosie fade? Because your first haircut, is, your only haircut is going to be a Boosie fade. It's nothing you can do about it. Let's go away from music real quick. We can come back to music. Let's do it. Uh, LeVar Ball. Did you didn't did you watch that? Uh, I watched it a thousand times just to try to like get the context and see if I was like overreacting and if I was missing something. I and I got the same result from it every time. I am a fan of Levar Ball now. I am fully a fan. I'm one hundred percent a fan of Levar. Triple Bs, Lonzo coming to the Lakers. Throw them, throw your Bs up. Did you see the uh, the um, John I posted on Twitter the other day? Uh, with a uh, with a uh, black youngster, the, the 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 video meme, I guess you could say, about the Levar Ball shit. No, you didn't see it. But um, remember the uh, the chick basically tried to ask him about the sneakers, and he cut yeah. her off like, uh, "Stay in your lane, stay in your fucking lane." You know what I'm saying? But um, where was it? Basically, my tweet was the chick trying to talk, and then this was Levar Ball's response. <laughs> no. LeVar from the rip He wouldn't even turn to her He said you scare me to death All I see is saw when I look at you I'm no, cool Straight up But the crazy part was He told her was like I don't deal with people like you You gonna get what's coming to you This white woman screamed Are you out, threatening Are you me? threatening me As a black man He said I never threatened you As a black that's man That's the most scariest word You can hear coming from a white woman From a white woman Yes Are you threatening they me They will put you in prison or hang you from a tree. Or shoot you and throw you in a ditch in like, a shallow grave. You ever watch White Chicks? Yeah. Marlon Wayne, Sean Wayne's. I'm pretty sure y'all have all seen this movie a million times. Me and Ross, because me and Ross get on that level where we talk about that type shit. Yeah. You know what was the funniest fucking part of White Chicks? I guarantee you probably never even paid it no mind. Probably did. When they went to like arrest, remember they thought that the girls, they thought that the, the um, they thought, remember that the, the cops thought that they were, you know, 
faking it or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. And remember, they ran up on Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans. They were in the whole costumes or whatever. Yeah. And they were all mad as shit. And Marlon Wayans was like, as the white woman, I know what I'll do. I'll write a letter. <laughs> and he ran over and grabbed a pen and a paper, and he was shaking it. And he started writing the letter like, I am a white woman in America. <laughs> Yo, we fell out off of that shit. Yeah, that's real shit. But that's really the, the mantra. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm a white woman. But that's really how she came off in that whole <laughs> little moment. She said, are you threatening are you me? Threatening and I'm me? like, what the fuck is the purpose of even doing that? You know what I mean? Here's my thing with LeVar Ball. At first, I was like, yeah, LeVar's a clown doing all this extra shit. But then once I realized just how much he was getting in advertising, just all the shit that he stirred up, and then hearing how he talks about his son actually owning shit, he's like, that's what it's about. My son owning this. My sons, BBB, Triple Ball, owning this and not being indebted to these companies. Because when you look at Jordan, his royalty deal that he has now with Jordan Brand through Nike, They still not paying anybody. Yeah, worth. no, he's getting twenty percent royalty, which is the biggest and the best deal in the industry, and he still deserves more. Like Nike, at one point was giving away percentage in the company. If you, this, it's a bull who actually turned down ten percent of the company. He took a hundred grand. Like the, he was their first, like big spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out of college. I can't even think of his name. That like Nike wasn't like in the eighties. They was below Reebok and all that yeah. shit. Jordan took Nike out of this fucking world. Nike now is worth almost $90 billion. Yeah. Jordan, he just became a billionaire two, three years ago. Like, he didn't get paid what he was yeah, worth. Yeah, because they spoon-feeding him. At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, he's making the Mike's making a lot of money, and he's still being spoon-fed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should be he should be making damn near uh, – he, he got an equal brand that's damn near the same size as the parent, pro- arguably selling more meaningful merch than they're selling. He should be making a billion dollars a year, probably. And, and it made me go back and look at it like, damn, LeVar's really not that bad of a dude. Yeah. He's really just trying to own shit and not be indebted to none of these It's just the delivery of his message is what's bad. His, the actual message itself is good, but it's in such a brash way that it's kind of like it turns people off. And I, I like, remember we said it, if y'all listen to the show, yeah, we said it a couple weeks ago, the... Uh, the um, I believe the, the executive from Nike was like, he's the worst thing, thing that happened, happened to, to basketball. Yeah. And I'm like, it's crazy that he's the worst thing that happened to basketball. But then Donald Sterling, who literally owned a basketball yeah, team, hated went, black people, went on a nigga-filled <laughs> rant to his black uh, side bitch, to, to his half-black side bitch, <laughs> about bringing black people to the game. Fucking Magic Johnson. Bringing those niggers to the game. And he made $2 billion out of that. Like, that's just insane to me. Mm. And then you turn around, it's like, damn, LeVar just said, yo, I want to do a partnership. I don't want to sign a contract. Yeah. We want to do a partnership. Oh, you're the worst fucking thing. It's like, no. Nah. The chick even was like, oh, you hate women. He's like, I'm the one that's married. Right. He has a, a wife who's sick with cancer. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, I'm the one that's married. Like, you, you like, what are you talking about? Right. And it's just like, yeah, that's kind of the way it happens. They portray you like you're nuts or something wrong with you. But... No, dudes, are, and now that I know that he's a personal trainer, and it's just like, all right, yeah, it makes sense why he's that right. loud and acts like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, so my whole look on LeVar Ball changed in the last couple of weeks. Man. Yeah, no, I definitely turned the corner on LeVar Ball. It's like, I get it. And the brashness and the over-the-top arrogant shit and, you know, a lot of his one, one-liners and shit that he's spewing is, is because he learned the media. Like, yeah. 
He's learned the media tricks and he probably kind of like studied what Donald Trump did with his campaign and figured out like, this is how I, this is how I'm going to get this company off the ground. This is how I'm going to market Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the most outlandish shit that I can say because I know all of these media outlets need something to cover. And what did they what did they do? They ate the shit up Dog, and they I, put him on the show and put him on the show when, again. When I saw that he since the beginning of April, there have been more tweets about uh, Big Baller trip, brand, Big Baller brand than Under, than Armour. Under Armour. I'm like. Damn. And Under Armour has a two-time MVP, one-time NBA champion spearheading their company. Yeah. And his company is getting mentioned more times. Than Under Armour. It's fucking insane. When I when I really thought about how much you see this dude on TV, on media outlets. Yeah. on He's not paying for any of this. Nothing. It, they said $50 million in free advertising. LeVar Ball, a fucking genius, though. Yeah. Like you, like, and I understand that people ain't going to really understand that, but it's like me, I had to take a step back because yeah. I'm looking at like how we're trying to market a podcast. It's right. like, damn, 50 million in free advertising. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing about a smart motherfucker is they look like a crazy motherfucker to a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, if you can't like do a second level analysis, a lot of people, that's a big thing that I'm about, second level thinking. A lot of people don't have the ability to take a step back from something and how it makes them personally feel and see the brilliance in something or what somebody's doing or see the hidden plan or getting get in the way of somebody's mindset and be like like society now would fall for the rope of dope every time easily because people take everything at face value they're like oh i know what that is and be dead ass wrong and be like oh no absolutely not you know what i'm saying you know how hard i had to argue with people about the whole floyd and shane shit and i'm like you do know that floyd like goes in the ring and adjusts every round yeah like that's what he does so it's like yeah when shane court him he court him but understand, that motherfucker's like, oh, Shane tired himself out. No. no. Floyd adjusted, yeah. and Shane couldn't hit <laughs> him Nothing no he could do. That's the way it works. He's like, oh, you want to come straight at me and then throw a, a, a left cross? Watch this. Boom. You now, don't you land, can't, now you can't hit me. You don't land another punch. Yeah. That's kind of the way it works. And it's like, damn, for LeVar Ball to be like, to all the big companies, no, I don't want $10 million. No, they, they missed, I had to explain to somebody the other day. Nike, Under Armour, and uh, Adidas all were going to offer. They all were the standard contract, which was 6 to $10 million for yeah. Lonzo Ball. They was like, no, we want a partnership deal. Yeah. All right, cool. Holla back. All right, you know what we got to do? We got to get fucking me- media coverage. We got to create a whirlwind. <laughs> exactly. We got to create hysteria. Yo, the shoes cost $500. Boom. You every yeah. They was talking about that shit on Everything, you know, and, what I'm it, saying? and it's like, yo, it's like, yo, this information is readily available. When I saw the five hundred dollars shoe, all I said was, oh, he read uh, Jonah Berger's book, Contagious: How Things Go Viral. It's the same shit that fucking Nipsey Hussle did when he sold a hundred dollars oh. CD. Yeah. It's the same. Thought thing. it was a thousand. No, he sold a th- Jay Z bought Jay-Z a thousand bought, of them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like, uh, it, it's like, yo, it's like, it's like, y'all motherfuckers are dumb. Like, it's all this information that's out here, and y'all won't even fucking go get the information. Like, Barclay Prime did the same fucking shit. With they the said, hey, how do we fucking get people talking about this restaurant? We got the best food in the world. Nobody knows that we're fucking here other than people that live on Rittenhouse. We need to be a staple of the city of Philadelphia. $100 cheesesteak. Now it's $120. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, they just made the most grandiose fucking product that directly relates to the city, and this shit went every fucking where. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, yo, I'm going to take a fucking shoe. Y'all pay, fu- and the thing is, me and Matt Sneaker guys, we pay $500 for shoes routinely, but it's on a secondary market. So Don't all, all LeVar said is, 
I'm going to cut the fucking resale out and just sell you a $500 so I told shoe. my girl the other day, I'm like, yo, I might buy a pair of them shits. I like, might buy a pair. I ain't going to hold you. I really might buy a pair of them joints. Like, fuck it. Like, I, I, I fuck with what he's doing yeah. that much. But it's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, we look at opulence as, like, making it. And it's, like, the thing to have. And it's, like, a lot of the shit, like, like we talk about all the time. Jay-Z raps about shit you don't even know yeah. exists. You didn't know it existed till his rap. But then you hear it and you like, oh, I got to get that. Yeah. Oh, that's where it at. Remember when, like, early rap music, like, what was the fly car to have? An Infinity? A, 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 a Benz? An Acura? Niggas, Wu-Tang was rapping about MPVs. Then oh, that the shit MPVs be MPVs every week. We make thirty Gs. Yo, and then Puffin them came along. It With was the Bentleys, Bentleys and Rolls Royces and, and Ferrari. Then once Floyd and them hit the map, it's like oh Bugatti. That's the thing. It's like that's kind of where the shit. Yeah. The car costs a million, right? What Weezy say on the documentary? I heard of a car that costs a million dollars. I want it. Right. He's like, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I just know it costs a mill. Man, so I, I gotta get it. One of my uh, one of my old managers when when I used to work at Total Sport, he was like real good friends with AI, and he's like, "Yo, AI was literally ordering cars like sight unseen out of fucking catalogs. Like, oh yeah, no, nah, the new Bentley come out this year. I gotta get that, John. How much is it? Two hundred forty thousand? Yeah, I haven't even seen. He hasn't even seen the motherfucker yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I gotta get that, and then I gotta get this Rolls Royce that was four hundred. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally like not even knowing what shit is, but it's like, yo, I gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was a motherfucker. <laughs> I read a story that my, Matt Geiger bought his house, and uh, when he like got in the house, he said it was like fifteen pair of Tims, two bags of money, and it was a Benz still in the garage. And he called AIA. I was like, "You can have that shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't got no space over here. It's for the old John. Yeah, keep that shit. <laughs> we don't got no space over here for more bags of money. Yeah, yeah you can keep that shit. Yeah, but I fucks with Le- Levar. I fuck with Levar. I hope Lonzo. I hope I hope we get him. Yeah. I really hope the Lakers take him because that would be dope. I, I like seeing motherfuckers actually go out for theirs. Like, working a job, like, and we're actually, we're going to do a job, like, I hate my job episode. Oh, yeah, We're going to get to that. But it's like working a job, yo, where you feel so underappreciated. You got so much bullshit that goes on with it. I, I'm all for people going out and doing their own thing, trying to make their, their name successful. Right. You know, they're la- and that's what, he he's not hustling for love. Like Dame said, I'm not hustling for Dame, I'm hustling for Dash. Yeah. And it's like, this dude's worried about, LaMelo, Lonzo, and the other one that's right. not really because good. Because what he's saying is, hey, I got three boys, so I'm offering you, let's just lock in now for everybody, do a co-branding partnership because once Lonzo blow up, the price going to go up anyway. Mm-hmm. So you might as well lock in now at the low introductory rate of a billion dollars. Y'all got it, and let's rock. They're not even willing to come to the table and negotiate. They're not saying, oh, well, we'll give you a We'll give you a hundred million for three years because the other two going to college. And da, da, da. They're not even they're not even willing to negotiate because it's so far fetched to them to have to share their money. Mm-hmm. They like we'll give you niggas a fucking licensing deal all day, but we ain't partnering with you. We'll give you a shoe. You know what I'm saying you could wear. We're the ones that are supposed to get rich yeah. off of you niggas. Yeah. How how, how dare how you, you want to be the one you? that gets rich off of your trying own to get stuff. rich off your own hard work. <laughs> You niggas. You niggas are crazy. You niggas are something else. (laughs) Worst thing to happen to basketball in 50 years, I'll tell you. And went to the media with that shit. I'm just saying here like, yo, the palace at Auburn Hills happened. Donald Sterling happened. Donald Sterling happened. Like, and I really. Rudy Tomjanovich was leaking brain blood. Like you just said about secondary thoughts. And I really sat back over the last couple days and really thought about what he's done and what he's doing. It's just like, yo, I'm tripping. Like. LeVar, LeVar not bugging. 
No, he's not bugging. Like at he's all. really not bugging. Like he's just up against the industry to where everybody kowtows to the big three. Exactly. So it's like even you look at Adidas, they own fucking Reebok. They bought them. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't know that. Uh, Nike fucking swallowed up Converse. They bought them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and you know what the first thing they did? Oh, yeah, Dwayne Wade, you uh, you're Jordan brand now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yeah, you yeah, that Converse shit is cool, but you're Jordan brand now. We mm-hmm. own the company. Get the fuck up here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so everybody kowtows to the company. So when somebody comes saying anything other than like, yeah, just give me the guaranteed money. It's and, like, and what I, the fuck I, do you I, mean? I saw somebody speaking on Facebook the other day, and I, 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 I meant to screenshot it so I could have the guy's name. But he said something I thought was pretty interesting. He was like, these sneaker companies, these guys that go to the NBA, NFL, all of that, they're used to dealing with the average poor inner city kid coming from like yep. a single parent home. Motherfuckers just don't understand certain things. So it's like they throw a check at them, and they're like, yeah. oh, bet. Right. We on now. Take it. But it's like, them motherfuckers is like from Chino Hills. Like, they yeah. success, they got money. Like, they're they not rich, but yeah. they have, They're like, above a middle class upbringing. Exactly. And it's just and far like, from poverty. They, they're, that's like, when Isaiah Thomas got his check, like his first big check, he bought a house for his mom. You know where he bought the house at? You know who his neighbor was? Bill Lambert's father. The house Bill Lambert grew up <laughs> right. in was across the street from the house Isaiah Thomas bought just for his bought. mom. Like, right. and that's the difference. It's like... You know what I'm saying? It's a big different yeah. ballgame when you're dealing with motherfuckers that just have nothing. Yeah. So when you throw 10, 12, 14 million at somebody who lives in the Bronx, the inner city, it's like, man, like, yo, we on, we yeah. lit. It's, but LeVar, like, nah, like how you said it when we started this shit, we're not about making a couple hundred bucks. We're about owning this shit. Yeah. Like, that was your biggest thing when I first brought you to the studio. All right, well, where are we at with ownership of our fucking, yeah. our name, like, yeah, our It goes lights. on y'all server, but do we own it? If I leave here tomorrow, do I get all my files so that I can go start over elsewhere? Exactly. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? That's what I need to know. Intellectual property is fucking everything. Exactly. Like, your fucking copyrights, trademarks, and patents can be way more valuable than the physical property of where you record something at. Me and Leek talked about it the other day. Like, the more you own, the more you have. Dame Jay Z was like, "Yo, I'll give you the whole Rockefeller. Give me reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt." Dame said, "No, nah. absolutely not. No." And it's fuck fucking, them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, no. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No. And uh, eventually, shit went over. Yeah, like this is the one true thing that we like. If we Dame's whole mindset. If we don't, if we didn't do anything together, we did this together. Mm-hmm. This was us in our pure essence trying to figure this shit out as a collective. We did this together. You can't just have that to yourself. You performed on it, but I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this shit just like the fuck you did. Like, you can't have this. So, at the end of all that, I say I'm fucking with LeVar Ball. Uh, Christine Leahy's an idiot. Um, uh, Jason Whitlock is a bigger My y'all weird for the week is Jason fucking Whitlock. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with dude, yo? He really said getting shot by the police as a black person is very hard. No, he didn't even say getting shot. He said getting killed by the police is very hard. And if it's you like don't a one run a, from him. It's like them, a one in a million shot. He that said, and if you don't run from him, it's damn near impossible. I'm like, duh. That's not true. That's not That's true. That's totally not true. not true. Eric Garner didn't run. No. He stood there. He said, stop, I can't breathe. Mike Brown didn't run. It's just like, fam, like you, you, you say certain shit and he's, he's one of them dudes that just, you know, they said like no black person will work with him. So that's why he went to yeah, FS1 yeah, yeah. or whatever. I, I get it. You got to cause hysteria. You got, 
like why like why you gotta do that man like why like you as a big black nigga who can't really dress Come on, right. come on, fam! Like, come on! You're making us look really you terrible, look look crazy, and it's like it's people like him that'll go on a big platform like Colin Cowherd show. Because don't get it fucked up, Colin Cowherd went to FS1 not because ESPN didn't want him. He went over there to have more ownership and to be able to create more content and have more freedom to do what he want because they're an upstart network. He could have easily stayed at ESPN and continued to be fucking Colin Cowherd there or whatever. Um... So he goes on this huge, big, huge fucking sports platform that I literally watch every fucking day on YouTube or if I catch it live or whatever, and you say shit that makes white people question the validity of the struggle of black people. And it's like, why are you doing, like, what is your ultimate, like, what is your end game in doing shit like that? Like, do you just, is it like a self-hate thing to where it's like, yo, you hate yourself? So it's like, fuck all niggas or was it where you bullied as a kid? Like what is your end game in doing shit and making destructive statements that you probably in your heart of hearts know are not fucking true? Yeah. Uh, 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 Jason Willock's an idiot. Charlemagne flamed him. Yeah, I seen that. Flamed him. Thank you for doing it, Charlemagne. <laughs> You're too fat for a fedora. You're too fat for a fedora, and I don't take I don't fat fedora wearing people, fedora wearing people <laughs> seriously. <laughs> uh, Jason Willock, you wear the shit. Um, the Forbes Cash Kings came out. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, the usual three are in the top three. Uh, Puffy, 820 million, Jay-Z. This is what I don't understand. This is how much they're worth. Yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah, if it's how much they're worth. All right, cool. But I'll, I'll get into the dissecting of this list when we're Cause done. Because there's people that should be on the list and that aren't. Eminem didn't die. Kanye West didn't die. Little Wayne, P, Little Wayne Russell didn't Simmons. die. It's, 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 it's like, like it doesn't make any it's like a, sense. It's like a, like a shock list. Like, why is Birdman still even being reported on at all? Like, so you got Puffy at $820 million, Ciroc, Revolt TV, DeLeon Tequila, Bad Boy Recordings. Um, that's that. Uh, you got Jay Z at eight hundred and ten. Just closed the Sprint deal. Um, right after the list closed, he closed the new Live Nation deal for two hundred. So that's twenty a year for ten years. Um, Do say, title, uh, Rock Nation records, sports, blah 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 blah. Jay Z's making a lot of fucking money. Dr. Dre seven hundred and forty million. Um, the biggest, he had the biggest single payday in, you know, the, the history of this list when he did the, uh, beats by Dre deal or whatever. Um, and I don't even think Dre's number is accurate to be completely honest because they sold off a lot of that company before they sold, um, it to Apple. They were selling, they sold part of the company to Hewlett Packard for a leasing deal and they retained ownership when mm-hmm. that partnership was up. They sold um, the rights for the product to be in Chrysler. They sold it to Chrysler Daimler. Yeah, Daimler Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Um, they sold it to, uh, who was the phone company uh, that they had it in all of their phones? It was like an Android phone developing company. Yeah, you're right. And they sold 33% of the company to them. And then they had hedge fund investors that had invested like homies of theirs like yo get in on this shit right before they sold it to fucking apple or whatever so i don't think dre's number is right but he's not starving if the number is 850 and they're saying 740 either way dre ain't the fuck starving birdman 110 and drake 90 million so with that being said little wayne didn't die um little wayne is At, at the beginning of the show we said stop punching on niggas start punching start punching on birdman little wayne got punched on birdman 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so One exception. L- Little Wayne didn't die. You know what I'm saying? Like, Little Wayne, even with all the money that Cash Money owes him, he's still the biggest artist, uh, rap artist alive. Let's not get it I, fucking I, confused. I, motherfucker, motherfucker was telling me, like, yo, this, this is how dumb barbershop <laughs> conversations are. Yo, Wheezy broke. I'm like, that's not true. What makes you say that? He's like, dog, you see the fucking feds like ran in his fucking mansion, said he owed like two mil. Like he fucked up if he owed two mil. Yeah, they, they, I'm like, they snatched you know two they paintings. took paintings and left. He was like, oh, so they didn't take the crib. I'm like, nah, no. he, he had lunch. That's they rolled. <laughs> he came back and was like, damn, who the fuck let him in? <laughs> this is some bullshit. Where's my Basquiat? Yeah. Oh, like, Basquiat. Did you see the Basquiat? Uh, what was that, 100 million? 110. That's crazy. Crazy. So it's like Little Wayne didn't die. Even like this is how rich Little Wayne is. Even with a motherfucker owing him damn near a hundred million dollars, he still has over a hundred million dollars. <laughs> the house he has is worth like thirty fucking million. Yeah. Some crazy shit like yeah. that. Maybe not thirty. I'm exactly. It's like sixteen. Something crazy. And it's, he's not missing no payments on the house. You know what I'm saying every time anything came up about a tax bill with Little Wayne, you you heard about it one time. You know why? Because he paid the shit. Yeah. The nigga's filthy fucking rich. Like, Lil Wayne did, that's how rich Lil Wayne is. Lil Wayne did a, a, a club tour last year. He was like, I'm going to do 20 clubs this year. Lil Wayne ain't been to the clubs in a long time. I'm going to do 20 clubs. The nigga was getting paid 65000 a night to perform two songs from the DJ booth as DJ Lil Wayne. I was about to say he was DJ. He was DJ. Yeah, he was on DJ. I'm gonna perform like like from here from yeah. the from the DJ booth, sixty five thousand a night, yeah. and that's like and he was and he got ninety for Echo Stage. I know for a fact he got ninety for Echo Stage in DC. You know what I'm saying it's like it's like yo, Little Wayne makes a lot of fucking money. Like just because one shithead not paying him, don't get it fucked. That man makes a lot. He of got fucking too many money. hits. They're selling all the time. He could always perform anything. Yeah. He's on new hits. It's like it's Wayne. Just don't send the money to Birdman. Yeah, and it's just cool. don't send the <laughs> check to Birdman. Just don't send the yeah. check to Cash Money, and it's cool. Like yeah. I'm gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Drake, ninety million. I'm you know happy for Drake or whatever. But Drake doesn't have more money than Eminem, I would presume. Or Master P. Or Master P. Or Russell Simmons. Or uh, uh, Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye. I mean, Kanye, like just look at it from this standpoint. Kanye West has the number one. He's the menswear designer of the year every year for the, like the last three years. He has the number one selling shoe in like fucking America. And it's a boutique release. They don't even do like a full widespread release like how they do with fucking Jordan brand. And he's selling the $250 shoe out every single time it releases, no matter the colorway. And the fucking, uh, the 750 is what, 400 retail when it comes out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, money troubles aside, I'm sure Kanye West is still living a very extremely comfortable life. There's no other big cash kings I can think of. 50, you know, 50 had his problems or whatever. But 50, I, 50 was on some finango shit, though, it seemed 50 like. paid off all of his, like, to get around obligations. Yeah. He's Because he's, remember, he had the shit with Ross Baby Mom. Yeah. I seen her on uh, one of them reality shows talking shit. I think it was um, Black Ink. Yeah, I was oh, watching yeah, Black was. Ink, and it she was. came on yeah. there like, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> and I'm like, wasn't it like five mil or something crazy? Seven. Yeah, and I'm like. And she was just acting totally ridiculous on the show. I'm just like... Should have never gave you niggas money. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the shit 50 was trying to get around. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 50 was definitely trying to get around that. He was like, he was like no. Real quick <laughs> in music, uh, old niggas is trying to meet up to Rumble. Yo, um, this shit is still going on. Before I came here... Oh great? Listen, <laughs> when I first seen it, I'm like, 
Like Tretch Tretch? Yeah, the Trigger Tretch. <laughs> naughty by Nature. 1993. Yo. 1999. Yeah. Tretch was in Juice. Tretch was in Jason's lyric. Juice was before that. <laughs> right. That was 92. Tretch is a good dude, though, because I'd have beat Pac the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know he took Pac to the audition. Oh, shit. Tretch went to audition As Bishop. for Bishop. Pac wasn't going. He, he was on something like, yo, ride with me. And they got there and gave the role to Pac. And remember, Tretch wound up being like one of Radamez's goons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you went from the, the the lead role to Radamez goon number one. Yeah. That's crazy, That's right? fucked up. <laughs> he took Pac to the interview. I'd be like, no, dog, you're giving, you giving me your whole check for this. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way. you give me your whole Straight check. Straight up. So, yeah, so old niggas are trying to meet up in Rumble. Uh, Tretch versus Wack 100, who's trying to rumble everybody. Celtic just tied it up almost. Uh, Wack 100 has a lot of unresolved fades out there that he has not cashed in on these fades yet. Um, he still owes Mano a fade. He on Paru, he told Mano he was going to fade him when he seen him. Nothing happened. Um, uh, something to the effect of somebody around Meek, he was trying to fade them. Nothing happened. Um, and now in the latest news, he wants to fight Tretch. Because Wack made some comments about Tupac not being respected on the West Coast and being powerless, and uh, and he said something about Tupac mom too, like some crazy shit about his mom. Like Wack was tripping, he was going crazy, and Tretch was like, "Yo, when I see you, like it's on site." And then he was like, "Yo, I'm in L.A. I, I rearranged my flight, da da da," because he knew Wack wasn't there. Then as soon as Wack got to L.A., Tretch went into hiding. <laughs> I seen Wack today talking about Tretch's mom and all. This yeah, he said, he said, he said, "Your mom's a bitch, nigga. What do I gotta do to make you come outside and fight?" He said, "Either you're gonna meet up with me, and we gonna have your homies there, my homies there. It's gonna be an equal fight. I'm gonna respect you afterwards. We gonna fight and get it over with, or." I'm going to see you somewhere, and I'm just going to do you dirty, and it's not going to be no rules or no respect to the situation, and I'm just going to break your face. Pick which one you want. This is your last final warning to come outside. He's like, you keep calling motherfuckers to call a truce. Can't nobody. This was very gangster of him. He said, can't nobody call a truce for me. I said, oh, shit. (laughs) He's not playing. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, both of you niggas are like 47 plus. Yeah. Like, y'all need to cut this shit out. Tretch has to be 50. Has to be. Tretch was a grown man in juice. That was 91. Yeah. Tretch, Tretch put a post up like, yo, I need all my wolves to fall back. I'm like, no, you need all your wolves to fall forward yeah. because Wack 100 is on your ass. He said, ain't no truce, nigga. He said, come outside, Tretch. Come outside. Y'all niggas, These niggas are 50 years old trying to organize 50. a rumble in the park. Straight up. We gonna meet at Campanella Park in Rumble. Bring your homies, nigga. Y'all could be doing some decent shit, like, you know. Building a playground. Yeah. <laughs> Being Crazy. a grandfather to your grandchildren. Anything. You want to get to the main topic? or Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's main topic time. You want to start it off? Uh, Main topic tonight. Where have all the real men gone? What? Is going on in society? I, I honestly don't know what's up with niggas, man. Um, black men in particular, all men. Don't don't just single black men. All men, men, men as a whole. We gotta get it together. Um, I saw a Thugger the other day with a light up Chanel purse, <laughs> LED Chanel. When going I across seen it, it in the group chat, and uh, love was going. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I thought y'all was tripping because of the LED shit. Nah, we, like, and, and, and he was like, he's like, oh, I didn't even think. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the shit is lighting up. She said Chanel. Yeah. I'm like, I'm deleting all Young Thug's music off my phone. I'm a fan of your music. You're going too far with the with the gender bending shit. 
Um, Lil Uzi uh, got roasted for the last week straight for his uh, his, uh, his baby mom outfit that he had on. Oh, yeah. The old, I forgot off the, all about the off that. the shoulder shirt yeah. and the fucking little satchel purse that he had. I gave him a crazy one on Instagram. <laughs> the whole Murray shit. I thought you were talking about the, the shoulder roll, the shit at the concert. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was spicy. Yeah. I like his music. but He's, he's the spiciest of all time. <laughs> Easily. It's like it's like Lil Uzi Vert, Ghost Pepper, Jalapeno. Yeah. It's like he's the number one on the list. Like he's the spiciest. Um, we got men fighting women. That's that's I I men letting women fight each other. Like going back to the situation where the men girls fighting ju- women. Let me let me speak on that real quick. Let's let's rock. As a man, you raise your hand to a woman you already draw. Like, you ever see a man argue with a chick in the street? Yeah. Like, ar- it's like, ugly. Argue on Instagram, anything. That's ridiculous. But if you raise your hand to a woman, that's that's another level. Like, and I, I'm t- I'm not talking about like she's wilding out and you try to back her up. Right, right, right. I'm talking about like you the aggressor, fist fighting. Yeah, you uh, like, the aggressor. You my man's. You know that we fuck with each other on a different level. Yeah. We 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 know each other like people's. If I ever see you in the street like, with your, your hands up, your shit up, bitch. I'm done with you. <laughs> I swear to God. It'll be two podcasts <laughs> tearing this fucking city apart. I'm not fucking with Chad. Because that's just a whole nother level. Like, I got punched in my face by a chick. I didn't hit her. Yeah. Just because I can't. Like, I literally can't take these hands and smack it. I'm going to smack you through the wall. Right. There are. Hulk slap. <laughs> like. There are chicks, and I'm not, it's just what it is. It's brute strength. It's manly. Yeah. Like, there are women I know who work out all day. Marquita work out every goddamn day. I'll beat Marquita. <laughs> the fuck. I can't fight her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's just not cool. And these, these niggas have been so desensitized to that shit to where, because at the end of the day, there are women who will go outside and try to fight a man. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous because this is what you get on the flip side. You got men who don't see anything wrong with punching women dead in their face. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And if I see it, I, I jump. I will fuck a guy up. I see him hit a woman. I don't care because that shit just not cool to me. It's just not. Call me what you want. It's just not cool. It's not fly. I had a mother. I got sisters. It's just not fly. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And we've really gotten so bad in the society to where now if you if I roll up and you choking her, I'm like yo, cuz loosen up on the choke a little bit. But I'm a mom, my business because it's obvious you restraining yourself, and I don't know what she did. Yeah. But if you cock back like punching her in the face, like you fighting fucking Johnny the Wino down in front of motherfucking the 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 malt liquor spot, like nah, cuz like that's that's definitely not going down. But I saw last year, a dude was fighting a chick in the street. And motherfuckers was recording it. Like they were yeah. like people are literally fighting. like trained to do this instead yeah. of yo chill, be a brother. You just they just letting this shit go on like like no, it's ridiculous. But I was driving a bus last week, and this 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 is the wild shit. And I see it every day, and I guess I just never really paid attention to it. I pull up to 15th and JFK, right? Ten people get on the bus. Black man got on. White man got on. Two more black men got on, Chinese man got on, a Mexican man got on, and then a white man got on. Then a black woman walked on, an older black woman, and then a white white woman. And I'm I'm like, damn, did all the men just get on the bus first? Just fuck it. And I, I said it under my breath. I'm like, damn, did all the men just get on the bus first? The white lady heard me. She said, yeah, it's ridiculous. She's like, it's so ridiculous now. 
when the bus pulls up, the train pulls up, because she's like, I take the bus and the train. Yeah. She's like, I don't even attempt. She's like, I let, because they'll knock you to clean on your ass. trying to. And I'm just like, after that, I like pull it. I, start I started watching yeah. it. I'm talking about grown men, women with kids. They don't go and miss. That shit is gone. Step right up and sit down. Don't offer the seat up. Right. None of that shit. And it's just like. Damn, how did we become like that? Neanderthals, like, we're regressing. Like, <laughs> men as a whole, are reg- as a species, are regressing. And it's all about the me. And I think a large part of it is, like, insecurity. Because now women are starting. Women are already starting. smarter. Are already smarter. And now they're starting to make more money, get the better jobs. They're going further in school ninety fucking percent of the time, uh, I and, said it's it like, last and, week. and it's just kind of like, the, um, almost like the the way that men are like combating women's intellectual dominance is like, well, I'm gonna just be more of a fucking ape, like <laughs> <laughs> that's not solving anything. Like fuck going to the better yourself, going to get a trade, going to fucking school or something like that, investing in something, create, being creative. It's, it's just, I'm going to just be more of a fucking ape. It's crazy. You know what one of my female uh, followers told me the other day? She was like, I love y'all podcast. She's because she was talking about how we were talking about the whole issue with having a woman on. Yeah. And she's like, I love y'all podcast because it's two men, two men who I think are funny and who I respect. And she's like, you guys are like, it's like you're giving insight into what goes through the mind of a man. Right. You know what I mean? And she was like, I just like it for the simple fact that y'all are two men that are doing something productive and positive because we really just don't see it. Don't. She's like, all of the businesses and all of the things I see start up now are women. women. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, shit, you ain't lying. Like, I said it last week. My whole timeline was women graduating from college. And I got in four different, like, yo, with niggas sneaking on the back door of the bus. Like grown ass men. Yo, chill, hit. No, like you know what I'm saying. It's just like crazy. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, yeah, it's like I I watch it day in and day out. Women with a kid, two kids, three kids. It's niggas that have no kids, and not no kids like they don't have kids. Like no kids, like they don't fucking pay attention to them kids. Right, and. You got all that free time, nigga. What, like, why aren't you doing anything? Why, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, Motherfuckers are literally, like, the, the average young man is literally waking up every day, like, ah, shit, nobody killed me yesterday. Bet. All right. Who can, I get, <laughs> who, who can I get over on today? Like, none of my bullshit caught up with me. Like, none of my bullshit caught up with me from the prior 3,000 days. Who can I who can I get over Shut on the today? Fuck up. <laughs> so then the the day starts and it's like, all right, bet I got fucking twenty dollars. Uh, Rashawn owe me five dollars, so I got twenty five dollars. He said he's gonna pay me today. He get paid today, and then it's like I'm gonna get a perk. I'm gonna get a big ass nickel out. I'm gonna get something to eat from the poppies, and then it's just like I'm gonna hope for the best. You know what I'm saying? And this is literally like, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but the shit is funny. But this is literally like a whole, we've lost a whole generation of young (laughs) men. This is what the fuck they're doing every day. It's like, oh shit, I'm alive. No bullet holes. Let me start my day and shit. Let me start my day with a $5 jar of syrup. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like all downhill from there. Like. I'm going to save a little bit of this uh, nick of syrup so I can dip my blunt in it later. Like, <laughs> Yo, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start my day with five dollar jars. With a, a big ass nickel out and a nickel and a nickel syrup. <laughs> I was driving a fifty four for overtime. <laughs> the nigga got on the bus. He's like, OG, oh, what block got the haze? Third or fifth and Leah? I'm like, I'm third. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, no third. What the fuck? <laughs> just throw, oh, just throw a number out there. Hey, that's how. No Whichever third. one gets you off this bus first. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's which block got it. Bro. Oh man, little niggas is shot out, but grown niggas is is the same. It's, it's men all the way yeah. up and down. I don't know. Like my dad was a man. He worked. He fixed things. You know what I'm saying? That kind of got instilled in me. Like you got to yeah. do something. You have like, to I have really, something going on. Like re- recent, recently, probably like in the last two three years, I really looked back and took inventory of my life, and I'm like, my mom and dad weren't ever really together. But my dad was always around. And I even remember, like, when my dad was locked up for a little two years, whatever, he was locked up. I remember, and, and, he, and he had to do, like, an outpatient drug program. I remember my mom taking me to see him. I'm like, yo, I never was without my dad, like, at no point. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my dad, when he was hustling, he was super around. When he was working, he was around. You know what I'm saying? I, we used to have, like, scheduled time to do shit. And at any time, if I needed my dad, I had keys to his house. I could just go there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though my mom and father went together, my dad still went out of his way. You know what I'm saying? With not physically being there to be in my life to say, yo, it's always an open door. Like, you my son. You my firstborn son. Like, I love you more than anything. Like, and that was always instilled in me. And I'm like, yo, my dad literally never missed a birthday, never missed a Christmas. Like, nothing. Yeah. Like. And I'm like, a lot of men don't have that instinct to where it's like, yo, I got to be there for my kid. And uh, and because of that, the the kids are suffering because they growing up without an identity and just trying to get everything from their mom. And she working two, three, four jobs yeah. to make sure that the kid cool. Yeah. So it's just like a fucking revolving cycle where it's like, yo, it's like, how do you just like, I get it. Women can be bitches. I get it. But. To walk out on your kid and just be like, because you have a dispute with the mom, is like, that's like some other shit. Motherfuckers is retarded. And don't get it fucked up. I'm not putting all the blame on men. Because women at the same time, they like some of this. I said it the other day. The shit went viral. I seen it like on 80 different pages. I'm like, women pass up good guys all day for niggas that say gang gang all fucking day. It's just what the truth. It's the truth. It's like what it is. You know this nigga not shit. Yeah. It's it's plain as day. My man Esco said eighty percent of women's problems are of their own doing. And I'm Hell like Yeah, you kinda right. Real shit. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, like Carl over here has a fucking good job. He's centered. He got religion in his life or whatever the case may be. He don't got no kids. He got a new car. Blah blah blah. He doing something positive himself, and then you got this thing over here. But he don't here. spell gang with the a upside <laughs> right. down. So it's like, fuck yo, we him. saw. Remember that John we saw where the chick? Uh, I put in the group chat where the chick was like, "Yeah, my my he ain't gonna fold. My son too solid. Da da da. That's on gang." And I'm sitting here like, "Your son? Oh, like, man. ma'am, maybe if you were a better parent, your son wouldn't be fucking locked up and having to worry about folding or not, like." Be a better parent. Your kid don't end up in jail. Your kid ends up in fucking jail, drug overdose. Like certain shit is like up until a certain age. That's on you. Up yeah. until like eighteen, nineteen. I was if gonna say further than that. If your kid, like that shit is on, is kind of on you, village, man. man. Like motherfuckers really had this thing where it's like, you know, I can do this shit by myself, and it's like that's become the thing. There be chicks on Instagram who are pregnant, and like three months in, it's like. You're three months pregnant, and, like, we already, you, exactly. the, the baby father just isn't there. It's like. You pushed him out. <laughs> like, how does this happen? Yeah. 
I just wanted the baby. I didn't want the baby father. Like I've heard chicks say that. I just wanted the baby. Through the nigga in the bushes. Like, what? What's wrong with you? Like, you do know the baby wants the father too, right? Well, he can be around if he want to. Like, you threw them baby chances <laughs> in the bushes yeah. too, yo. Like, yeah. I see chicks have a baby with a nigga, nigga not around. Get pregnant again by another nigga, nigga not, not around. around. It's yeah. like, yo, y'all got to stop making this shit acceptable. Y'all got to start whole, like Carl say, um, what's the term Carl always uses? Accountability. Yeah. You have to take accountability for your shit. You got a child, you got to nurture that fucking child. Yeah. And you, you got to give that child every chance to every do fucking chance. more than you did. Give that child every opportunity to exceed where you ended off at. So if you got a bachelor's degree, you got to give your child every chance possible to get a master's degree or a doctorate. You know how wild it was, man? I look back on, like, growing up and shit. There were men, like the old heads of the neighborhood. Remember when they would body beat you? Yeah. Remember when that was like a yeah, thing? Yeah, you drawing. I'm going to fuck you up. You're going to body beat the shit up. You can't body beat these kids no more. No. You can't. You're tripping. I saw a video of some kids knocking this guy out in front of McDonald's the other day. Y'all seen that, too. Fuck out of here, old head. Ah! Yeah. Anybody try to hear that shit? And I'm yeah. just sitting here like, what happened? Yo. <laughs> I'm, like, like, I'm like, what caused this? Like, how do you end up in a pack, in the middle of a pack of young hyenas getting knocked the fuck out But I camera? remember back in the day, like, there were the old heads that would show you shit. I remember, like, Mr. Barry, shout, like, he would show us how to work on cars, like, right. fix shit, do brakes. He'd do, I'd do all kinds of little shit. He lived three, four down, three, four doors down from yeah. us. Mr. Parker across the street, he was another. Mr. Mr. Ben was the first motherfucker I seen drive a truck. And he was telling me about getting my CDL when I was like nine. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was like, <laughs> get no, you no, a CDL, no, boy. No, get you a CDL. You know, you make some money. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just had that shit in the community. Yeah. And then even the older niggas who were committing crimes and were selling drugs, they weren't dickheads. They weren't drinking $5 jars right. of syrup. <laughs> they was, they, them was the niggas that would tell you, no, nah, cool the fuck this ain't out. for you. Cool out, young. Yeah. Cool oh no, that's the young boy that played football. No, you can't be out cool here. Cool the fuck out. And they was straight. I remember like you a mouth off to him. They was straight body beat you. Yeah. I remember they chased me and Steve one day on some. We gonna body beat the <laughs> shit out of y'all today. And uh, I lived on USA across street from Moat. Yeah, they would lock the gate at Moat in the summertime. So to get in Moat and out of Moat, you just squeeze through this like hole in the gate. Yeah. And I could get through it, but take some time. Give me a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we running through the fucking part through the through the court. Yeah. Yo, I swear to God or anything, Steve literally was running full speed, jumped through the hole and kept running. I just stopped cuz it's like I'm not going to All right, today's my day. I turned around <laughs> on my stringer bell like Nothing I can say can get out of this. Right? <laughs> like, no. Nah. I'm like, what the fuck y'all waiting for then? And they started, you know, body shot to death and it's like Afterwards, they fuck with you, and you know yeah. it's cool. But it's like that's the way it was. Like motherfuckers were straight keep you in line yeah. as a young it's no, boy. It's no sense of community anymore. Hell no. That's it's like people literally people will live on the same block for ten years and don't know none of their neighbors. Don't speak. So when your motherfucking crib get robbed, now you want to know your neighbors. Like, hey, ain't nobody see nothing. Fuck no, we ain't see nothing. You ain't spoke to me since you moved around this motherfucker. No, I ain't see shit. Fuck you and that house, nigga. You know what I'm saying so. It's like yo, we gotta just get back to being more courteous as a people. You know what I'm saying? And being more open to, you know, it, it don't hurt you to say hi. Thank you. Wow, Celtics got the lead. What the fuck is going on? Crazy. Yeah, they up one. They up one. Wild. Jeez. Wait, for, wait for King Bron to, to wake the fuck up. I really don't think Bron was shooting this game or something because it just looked like he wasn't fucking shooting. I don't know. Yeah, we on. interrupt this uh, very, very important community topic to chime in on this game. Yeah, LeBron four L- for 12. Yeah, oh, he's having a horrible game. 
Kevin Love and Kyrie, bro. The fuck are they doing style? different? Is Jay Crowder the LeBron stopper? What's going no, on here? Crazy. Jay Crowder got 14 and 9. Got four fouls, so he's using them fouls yeah. today. Mm, but yeah, what was yeah. So I mean, we just need more of a sense of commu- uh, community and, and and more open communication amongst you know where we live. Man. Like I feel like men and women both have a big job. Yes. Like you, as in, in in what you're supposed to be, like as far as what you are to your ho- household, what you are to your community, yes. what you are to just overall life. Women are the nurturers. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Men are the supposed to be providers, but I think that's been like kind of. That's you know, poop. That's been poo pooed. Yeah, that's, that's been like, you know, X'd out, you know, put jig on top. Like, that's <laughs> not out of there. But it's like, at the end of the day, the men are the protectors, and the men are supposed to be the the one guiding. The, a man the, got the, still got to be a man. Exactly. But for the men out there, if you, if you are dealing with a woman, and even if she make more money than you, say you a, uh, you a trash man, you make 60 grand, she a RN, she make 100 grand or whatever. If you're a man... There's ways to still be a man without making the most money. If you come into that woman and saying, hey, baby, you know, you, I make 60, you make 100. Together we had 160. I got a plan for us to turn that 160 into 300, and we're going to do this, this, and that, and, you know, the real estate, da 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 And if you come to her with not a trying, plan. Not trying to finesse not trying to finesse her out, her out of money of it, like you niggas have become But really, to. like, be a true partner to that woman. Mm-hmm. That woman going to give you everything. She going to say, all right, baby, whatever you need to do, I'm cool. Just give me X amount so like I can get back and forth day, to work today. Make money, sure the bill's paid, and we going to rock. I don't care how much money a woman makes. A woman still wants to follow a man's lead. Absolutely. I, I tr- but I you got to be a that. man worthy of her following. And a lot of you motherfuckers just want to come lay up in a woman's house all day, eat all the kids' snacks, drink all the Kool-Aid, put a dent in the motherfucking couch, and, and all you got to offer is, is four minutes of dick, and you wonder why she don't listen to you when you're trying to do something, when you're trying to get your... Rap label started or whatever the mm. dumbass shit plan you got for the day, <laughs> babe. I've been thinking, oh man, <laughs> I'm bringing a label back, big booty hoes entertainment. You know what I'm saying? All I need mm. is seventy five hundred, and she give you the seventy five hundred, and you don't even start the fucking label. That's the wildest part is that women. That's the she is still believing your bullshit. Women will believe they will follow you hand and <laughs> hand in hand, walk with you right through whatever. <laughs> And you and you niggas are fucking up every time. You be on your you be on your nineteenth second chance, and you still finessing like Russell Red and Jelly Roll Entertainment. That's those finest. That was a funny ass movie. We, um, baby, we trying to do this Cool Mo D show. (laughs) I'm saying we we bringing the we bringing the touring company back. We trying to do this Cool Mo D show. I'm saying he said he gonna he gonna said he gonna get a hologram of Heavy D for the low, and we gonna do the motherfucking old school show, and that's gonna be that. And she give you the motherfucking money, and you fuck it up every fucking time. Instead of just doing a sound, safe motherfucking business and showing her that you like how how, when, when 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 niggas have when you say niggas have regressed. It's like women have allowed it and made it like almost cool. Yeah, like it, it's like because it, it's, you know this nigga, thing. you know this nigga on angles. You know he ain't got nothing to offer. You know he ain't got no intellect, and you still fucking him every night. So it's like you, you an enabler. Mm-hmm. You just allowing the shit to go down. I told like, you I watched the nigga come on the bus. Yo, I ain't got no money. I can get, yeah, go ahead. Go back and bag the bitch. Get a number. She like yo, you gonna call me? Like yeah. You, you see me all and ahead. she coming from work, <laughs> and I'm like. No. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> like, what? It's no minimum standard. It's like, yo, y'all threshold of what y'all allow is, like, so, like, bare bones and bare bottom now. Just, like, anything goes, kind of. And y'all allow, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, the men got to take 80% of responsibility, but women, y'all getting this other 20%. 
for allowing a lot of the bullshit to go and my, on. And my girl was uh, telling it to me the other day. She she doesn't give me many compliments. So, I, you know, she says them. I take them, write them down and shit. But uh, she <laughs> had the date. Yeah, right. <laughs> you go get it notarized. Remember on May 14th yeah. when you said. <laughs> I'm going to notary get this shit done. <laughs> but uh, she was telling her friend, she's like, I, I, like, I love having somebody who, like, pushes me to yeah. be better. Like, and that's my, that's my biggest thing that I've kind of, cause I went through a rough little patch in life where I didn't know which way I was going to go. I didn't know who I was going to be to send the third. And I, I've, at the end of all of that shit, like my biggest thing that I'm on in the last, I say seven, eight years of my life is you have the opportunity to be better tomorrow than you were today. Every single if time. If you don't use that, you kind of trip. You should have died yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you always have that opportunity to just be better. Even if it's something small. You could just be better tomorrow than you were today. Right. But I feel like a lot of people in this generation, this our society, our culture as a whole, it's niggas that are doing really good. And I, I'm not, it's ain't a, like, I'm a man, so I'm not dissing men. Right. I feel like there are a lot of niggas, I, a lot of niggas, I, you, you one of them. Yeah, I give you your props all the time. You know, I tell you, like, Chad, a real thorough dude, and I see him do a lot of dope shit, and he... You you've been a real good friend to me, and, and just yeah. a lot of different little situations that yeah. we ain't even got to talk about right. on here. And the thing about it is, when we when 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 I, it's I, I was real, actually giving my props, you cut that. Off. I'm sorry, please. Thank. You. It's like you a good guy, and it's like I I see a lot of good dudes who really really work to be something that that they know they can be. They right. they have ambition, they have aspirations, yeah. they have they not just out here like you say all the time, finessing, jugging, what can I do to get over? And I see a lot of people like that and it's just like, dog, why? Yeah. Like you don't gotta do that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of fucking things. It's a lot of money. It's like, somebody the other day said, Oh, how you feel about all these podcasts popping up? Like, damn, motherfuckers trying Great. to be like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Do that shit. Do that podcast. Start that yeah. motherfucker. Have us on. Have us on <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Don't be out here knocking old ladies' fucking heads over and breaking <laughs> into houses and doing stupid shit. Yeah. It's like you have an opportunity tomorrow to be better than the fuck you was yesterday. Yeah, Use that absolutely. shit. That's all you got to do. Yeah. So, but yeah, go with you. Yeah, my, I mean, my thing is just like, that's just in the fabric of who I am, like, as a man. Like, we, if we really friends, and I know your girl, and I know who your parents is, and this and that, and we got a real relationship, I'm going to do whatever for you. Anything that I can do, and if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you. I can't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to say, all right, well, you know, you need this. I can't do that, but I can do this. That'll get you closer to your goal. You know what I'm saying? Or, all right, well, you need me to take you to air. Whatever the case may be, like, I'm available. Like, I'm a true fucking friend in every sense of the word. And part of me being a true friend and my level of loyalty has gotten me fucked over by people who weren't and that's true the friends crazy. in and the I, past. I was saying this to my girl the other day. I'm like, me and Chad deal with so much money right now. Like, we have a lot of things going on with yeah. this. And it, it's it's no silly shit. Yeah. It just doesn't you, have you, to happen. You just gotta have a because level you, of blind trust. Because you don't have to finesse. It's just yeah. it's just something you don't have to do. It yeah. just doesn't have to happen. I mean, excuse me, it doesn't have to happen. Yeah. And I see it so many times where friends like do stupid shit. The friend, and it's just like thug. Like for what? What? Like yeah. what did you get out of that extra four hundred dollars? Yeah. Like you needed it that bad? Like thug? Like. Yeah, you're going you gonna to throw away a 10-year friendship over $400 that's going to be gone by the time the fucking weekend come when you probably could have just came to your friend and said, yo, I really need this. I know we're supposed to do X, Y, Z with this money, but I really need it right now. And they probably would have been like, all right, cool, just give me my part back when, when you know, when you get it. Real shit. Or keep it. You know what I'm saying? Depending on, you know, they might have had a good week gambling or man, pimping hoes or whatever I'll the fuck. i about old friends. I done, <laughs> I done given so much shit to, man. It's... You wouldn't even believe it if I started talking yeah. about it. Like, I gave away original tens to one of my homies. 
like original Jordan tens, like yeah. the, the originals, like not no right, not the not, not the no retros, like right? The OG joints, because he he was in it, you know, needed. It. Yeah, go ahead, put those on the bay, because I know you'll get it. Like I've did shit like done shit right. like that, and it's just like, I like I, as a man, like I, I would like Raw always would like get on me for it, like. Yo, man, you be, like, doing too much for motherfuckers. And, like, you be looking out for motherfuckers too much. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just, that's just the way I was raised. Like, you look out for food. You, you know pay, what I'm you, saying? Certain, certain things you just got to pay for. You know what I'm saying? And if you do something with an honest intention, you're going to get rewarded from it. Like, hands down. You know what I'm saying? Like, perfect example. Me, I, I loaned a friend of mine some money recently. I fucking went, applied, got a fucking credit card with a $20,000 limit. I'm like, oh, shit, it's lit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, and, and, and that was part of, I guess, my karma for doing a good deed and not wanting nothing back from it. Like, I just so happened to, to you know, to, to run into way more money than I was expecting at the time. I'm like, shit, I'm fucking happy. But and that's kind of me. I, I literally drop will drop my girl off at the airport and stumble in the casino and top three in a poker tournament right. and <laughs> take some fucking cash out the right. motherfucker. It's just like, it'd be like that on some days. And, like, my, my homie one day was like, because I'd hit the number, like the big four or okay. whatever. And he was like, yo, man, you stay hitting shit and winning shit. And I'm like... I didn't. I'm. I'm not on some like I deserve it or I'm owed it or no right. shit like that. But it's just like, I'm like, man, I, I've I've given away more money than I have right, right. now. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I've given away more things. I've yeah, let more shit up. rock. Like, I never was one of them people. You need it, I got it here. Go ahead. Because I don't want you to do no stupid shit where you risking your freedom or you know, it, it just for what? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that that be my joint. It's like. The men need to get back to being men. I'm not talking about how you dress, because honestly, I don't give a fuck how you dress, because I don't give a fuck how I dress. Yeah. It's clothes. I, you a fashion dude, you know we... I'm a fashionista. Yeah, and you, you think about it. You never say anything to me like, Matt, why don't you do... Because I don't give a fuck I give a fuck. It. I just don't. <laughs> I, I just don't. It's just not one of my fucking things, and it's like... My thing is happiness. Like my, that's my, over, my joint. My like, overall arcing way of how I live my life is fucking happiness. I buy the shit that I buy and go on the vacations that I go on and hang around the people that I hang around because... They or that thing makes me happy. It makes me fucking feel good. If it didn't feel good, I wouldn't do the shit. Like, so it's not nothing to where it's like no ego shit or nothing like that. I was just like, I just generally prefer being happy over anything else versus fucking being stressed or whatever or or having an attitude and being adversarial and cursing people to fuck out. That's why I'm so pleasant all the time and nice to people. People think, like, I'm a fucking jackass. And it's like, yeah, I am a jackass, but I'm a fun, friendly jackass. Like, like right now, like, my we, we have, like... We have a 60-inch, a 55-inch, a 42-inch. I was telling my girl, I'm like, we need a 70-inch. My girl's like, how the hell do you need a 70-inch? <laughs> and I'm like, makes me happy. I makes want a 70-inch. Right, exactly. yeah, it's just like, that's, that's exactly how I'm like. I like buying the shit I yeah. want to buy, and I like doing the things I want to do. It's like, so, yeah, it has nothing to do with the main topic of the thing. But, yeah, it's like, I feel like there are a lot of motherfuckers out here who just aren't happy with what they are and they go out or they're they're doing shit for the wrong reasons exactly and they take that shit out on the wrong motherfuckers they they doing shit for the wrong reasons they're not getting the results that they want and then as a result of them not getting the results that they want then it's just like they just in a whole fucking spiral and this game is tied 106 106 with 36 seconds left yeah no 136 right oh 036 we getting down to the fucking wire um do we have any questions uh we actually you want to talk about the romper uh, phase that, that, that so y'all let the fucking romper shit take over social media for five days now i'm thinking like it was gonna be like a one day thing or whatever and then every day i come back to ig and twitter and y'all still talking about these fucking rompers like again i don't care what y'all wear wear what you like um i think it's a spicy attire for a man um 
I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like I'm not wearing no romper. I'm not that much of a fashionista. I'm not that much like on fashion to where it's like, yeah, I need to have a jumpsuit with shorts and a short sleeves on, half zipped down so you can see my chest hairs. That's not really like the wave to me. Yeah, no, you know I'm not. <laughs> it's like the um, again, I, I don't care what y'all wear. Yeah. I honestly don't. I, I don't. Like, I, I feel like people worry way too much about. The next, the memes were funny as hell though. They were. I didn't see one that was funny. No, I seen one where it was like lays in bed, girl puts titties on your back. <sighs> You're always trying me. Unzips romper. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, the, the romper <laughs> shit just wasn't funny. I, I like I didn't find the humor in it. Like honestly, it's like there's some things that I see come across the timeline that are like the big thing, and I'd be like. No, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, and not one. Of, I'm not one of them. Like, oh, I think I'm funnier than everybody, yeah. motherfuckers. But it's just some shit I see is just not entertaining at all. It's yeah. just like I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I was more so like, eh. <laughs> uh, we do have a couple questions. Um, it's funny. The first question is, it was because I saw it was about karma. Um, I actually saw it before I started this. It was funny because you just said the karma joint. Um, tell us. Tell us karma you guys experienced, good and bad, in your lives. Um, I mean, shit good was, like, the situation I just had. Like, mm-hmm. a friend of mine, you know, had went through a little situation, needed some money. All right, cool. I'll be there a couple hours. Taking the money, fucking four days later, get approved for a $20,000 credit card. So that was, like, an immediate jump. Uh, bad karma. I mean, my karma is always fucking. If I do some bad shit, my shit is, like, immediate. The crazy part is, and I know this might sound wild, like, I don't want to seem like I'm perfect or no shit like that, but I've really, I, like, I've never done anything bad. I sold a little bit of drugs and did a little bit of drugs, but I, I like, I never, I looked at, I, looked I never at, stole anything from anybody, so. I looked at drug dealing differently. I never set anybody up. No oh, yeah, shit. no, you know, I found somebody's iPhone in Nordstrom one time, probably like six or seven years ago, and. I fucking ended up, like, selling the phone or whatever, some scumbag shit that I did with it. And then it was like I cracked my phone screen, like, two days later. Now, <laughs> uh, one day I was driving the bus. Uh, I was driving a 65, and um guy had came from, I guess, the Apple store or whatever. He bought a brand-new iPad, and he had a, a other iPad in there. I guess he had took it in there to get fixed, whatever. Yeah. It was two iPads in the bag. And I um the one that was brand-new, like, with the cellophane wrap on yeah. it and shit, I'm like... Did I say that word right? Cellophane? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, that one I thought about, like, huh. but I'm like, nah, let me turn this shit in. Yeah. And I turned it in, and the guy never got them, and they gave them to me. And I, you know. You did the right thing. Me and my girl got two new iPhones. Well, now, know, what I can say is. I kept the other one. I'm not this level. Like, them people that find bags of money and turn them in, I'm not that level of a good Samaritan. And that actually happened recently in my job. A uh, guy was driving, and he. Lady came up was I guess a suspicious bag back there, and he called the septa police. Like he didn't go check it. Yeah, he called the septa police, pulled over. They came, went on, got everybody off the bus. He, they got on, looked in, saw it was a bag full of like hundred dollar bills and rubber bands oh, and shit. shit, and came up and you know showed him. He was like Jesus Christ, and they took it and it's like they're waiting to see whose it is or whatever. And they told him in ninety days he'd he'd get to keep it. You know if nobody came to claim it and shit. So. I, you know, this that was like the talk of the depot for yeah. a couple days. So, like, three days later, I'm on the 60, and I get to the line, and it was a bag sitting on the seat. And I'm like, 
just my luck. This is a bomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so I, st- I didn't go over to check the shit, but I called, and they came. It was just closed or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I should go open this motherfucker, but just my luck, I opened it. That should Boom. be a zero one and yeah, take me the fuck out. Going to Matt funeral. Yeah, but um, yeah, he, he was waiting to see about the money and shit, man. Like, that's happened a couple times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, motherfuckers, you'd be surprised, like, my one uh, old head of my job told me he was on the 33, and the, he got to the end of the line, Penn's Landing. It was a bag on the floor in the back. He opened it, said it was all this white shit and uh, Ziploc bags and shit. He's, I knew it was Coke when I seen it. Yeah. He's like, all this Coke, and at the bottom of the bag was all this cash. He's like, the fuck? He's like, I put it on the driver's side, and you know, he's like, I'm driving. Like, fuck, I'm going to do with this shit. He's like, I got the 21st in New York. He's like, it's about 20 niggas standing there waiting like, OG, that bag's on the bus. He's like, yeah, look, man, here go right here. <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit. He's like, here go right here. Like, he's like, all I did was deliver the shit. Right. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, that shit has happened a couple times. Though. That bag's still on the bus. Yeah, motherfuckers get on uh, there and leave yes, all it kinds is. of crazy shit lying around. You can have it. That, that's a, that's one thing I was always big on, though, like bad karma. Like, yeah. you don't need it. I don't want it. So that's why I just never was one of them people where it was like, I'm doing scumbaggy, you know, shysty type shit. Um, there goes a good question. What's up, fellas? Uh, this is my man Phil from the Tissue and Tape podcast. Shout y'all out. Um, I've listened to all the episodes, and your podcast is one of the best listens in the medium. You know what I'm saying? Exclude nobody. So shout him out for that. Um, his question is, you guys talk about hip-hop. And charts and sales come up often. So in your opinion, how much do you weigh in sales and charts when ranking rappers? And can an MC be a GOAT without significant sales and charting? No, you can't. Um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a like a, a coagulation of different factors that all go into making like the GOAT discussion. Because you take a rapper like Eric B. and Rakim. Like Eric, B, like Rakim and Big Daddy King, they sold a lot of records per their era. Mm-hmm. They didn't sell a lot of records compared to like a Jay Z or an Eminem, but for their era, they were the top selling artists. So that always is a factor. And your so it's like your record sales, your actual talent, your lyrical content, um, your impact. So it's like, are people dressing like you? Are people using your slang? Are people, you know what I'm saying, getting their haircut like you and shit like that? Like, P&B Rock got the number one motherfucking haircut in Philadelphia right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the young boys. So it's like, his influence is up there and he got two gold records and he's on a Fast and Furious soundtrack twice. So it's like, all of those different factors go into something. So it's like, as you get up the scale, it's like, alright, you look at a Drake who He's selling X amount of records. He's saying crazy shit that we've never heard before. He's making monster hit records on top of that. He's out rapping niggas. He's doing features with all the, you know, the new hot young niggas. So he's showing his influence there. So it's like it's a it's a combination of factors. And my man just texted me and said, "Fucking Drake won 13 Billboard Music Awards tonight. Jesus, he broke Christ. Adele's record. Wow. And you know, Avery Bradley just had a game winner. That's fucking crazy. Business. So the Cavs got to play five games. Yeah." Crazy. That sucks. Come on, bro. <laughs> <That's wild. laughs> Extra game check. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, I mean, you definitely have to factor that in. Like, I like Ghostface is a goat, but he ain't top ten. Yeah. So it's, it's that kind of deal. You know yeah, what I, mean? I always say it, it, no. It, like it, it matters so much. Yeah. Look at Andre three thousand. Like he just has no solo work, so it's like right. I can't really throw him right. up there. Like I don't has, have nothing to judge you. He against. He has great like, albums with the, the Outkast shit, yeah. but it's just like I can't say you're a better solo artist than like yeah. DMX or I somebody. I, because it's like, because it's for this reason, if you in a group, it's almost it's it's kind of like a crutch, and it's where it's like I don't know 
if big boy saying XYZ led to you saying ABC. Yeah. So it's like how much of the creative process is truly yours versus a collaborative process. So it's like I can't rank you against a guy who did it on his own. Yeah, exactly. Can't do it. All right, this is one last question, man, so we can get the hell out of here. Um, did you the email I sent you the other day from Steph? You want to speak on that? Uh, yeah, that was that was dope. Yeah, that, that was a fly email. Um, I didn't send you the end where um, she says, you know, episode twenty is approaching this Sunday. She was like, and you guys do top fives on everything. Yeah. So she was like, my question is, what are your top five TRPE episodes? Uh, my top five. Let me pull it up here because I've fucking forgotten names and all types of shit. All right, so our top five TRP episodes. Um, is this an order? No, this ain't no order. Okay. I'm just trying to like refresh my memory. Um, where is episode one? Um, Migos for president is definitely on there. Um, because it was just like a cool like conceptual mm-hmm. uh topic that we came up with, and I think we really uh, educated the shit out of it. Um, the AO episode, the social media. Yeah, social media. The social social media episode with AO. Um, the episode was spanked. Styrofoam cup boys. Mm-hmm. So is that three? Yes, yeah, three. Three. Um, the first time Carl was here. Mm-hmm. First time Carl was here, and um, it's I think like a tie between y'all weird and dope shoes. Okay. My favorite out of all of them, the the first one when Carl was here, More Life. Yeah. That's my I think favorite. that's my favorite one. Yeah, because that one was like educationally funny. Yeah. It, it was, that was a good ass episode. My second favorite joint, just because of like looking back, is definitely part one of the social media episode with yeah. AO and Nerd. That because it was, was just nonstop. It was, it was just like rapid fire, like. I was listening to it the other day, the whole rib story. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that one's definitely there. Um, fuck 2016, our first episode, because we didn't really understand, right. or at least I didn't, what we were What we were embarking on. Yeah, so it's like I'm going to always hold that one up there. Like, that was our first episode. Um, uh, definitely not the real world, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. It's a mess because I just looked at it's because a mess, of literally. the simple fact of how much shit we had to go. Like, I don't even think people fully understand yeah. how ridiculous that <laughs> week was. We recorded three times yeah. that week just yeah. to get an episode out. So yeah, to get one bad episode out. To get one bad episode out. <laughs> it's a mess. Was crazy. Yo, y'all stuck with us through it's a mess, man. Y'all fucked with us through it's a mess. So yeah, it's a mess is on there, <laughs> and um. The Realist Roundtable with Love and Carl here, yeah. and you was on the phone. Because that was the first time we ever did the uh, on phone. Yeah. And it actually worked beautifully. The yeah, show Matt worked. was like, this shit's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's going to suck. Yeah, and it sure. actually didn't suck. It yeah. was very good. Shout out Carl and Love. They came through. That was that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. But, yeah, if I got to pick them in order, I'm going... Uh, what the hell did that? What was the first one I said? Oh, I forgot top five. Damn, top five. Was I definitely weird. came across top five. I almost mentioned that one. Yeah, more life, social media, fuck 2016. It's a mess. Realist roundtable. Follow closely. Honorable mentions, y'all weird and uh, y'all weird was dope. And top five. Y'all weird was like, uh, like y'all weird and me goes for president kind of represents like Us. transitional like statements in yeah. like the show. It's like staples of the fucking show. Yeah. Me goes for president shirts coming soon too. Yeah. 
Vegas made a lot of fucking money tonight. Jesus. That's crazy. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Um, no, I just want y'all to, you know, continue to support the show. We appreciate, you know, everything that y'all are doing as far as helping to, you know, push TRP to the forefront. Um, I, you know, the 250 challenge is out there for YouTube subscribers and for the uh, comments on our uh, iTunes feed. Make sure y'all do that. We're going to give y'all some free merch. If you're in the Philly area, we'll hand deliver this shit to you. Get a picture with, uh, you know, me and Matt. Yeah. And, um... Just go to uh, the realismerchever.com, you know, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a shirt and a hat, buy 17 shirts, whatever you want to do, man. You know, we just appreciate it. Um, all the proceeds that, you know, they get made off the merch helps us to, you know, further develop the show, put, you know, more into production or whatever, and, um, you know, continue to grow the podcast, man. So it's not necessarily making us rich per se, but if you buy enough shirts, it might. Yeah. So we appreciate the support, man. Um we are 20 episodes in, which is, like, fucking mind-blowing to me that yeah. we've, you know, gotten Quick. to where we are. Yeah. Quick, fast. Before summer, we got into 20 episodes. Yeah. We didn't know if we was going to make it to seven. We're already getting to just 11 o'clock. We're already getting like, to tweets. Like, yo, is, did you do it? Is you finished or is you done? Already getting to tweets. You so we're going to wrap this shit up. I got a meeting to get to. And, uh, again, man, I, I just can't thank y'all enough for continuing to support the show, continuing to listen. 15,000 downloads this week. Tell everybody you see, hey, you know that new TRPE out, right? Let me see your phone. You know what I'm saying? That's that's y'all job for the week. Yo, you knew that new Matt and Chad shit out. Let me see your phone. You know what I'm saying? That's what I need from y'all. And, and, and I have a great week. Yeah. Holla back. We out. All right, we out. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.